True Believers to another exciting episode of the Not Funny Guys Presents All The Reels. The internet's number one podcast on public library recommendations on archery, mental health, and religion. Figure that one out. This is now episode 80, and today we're excited to talk to you, the listeners and the people outside my window, 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 about the MCU's Hawkeye, Moon Knight, and Eternals. We will ask the tough questions, like when the fuck do these movies actually take place? The timeline makes no sense. We're your favorite ne'er-do-wells, the Not Funny Guys, and I'm your host, Casey Stephen Grant Franklin, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, the other members of the Not Funny Guys, Dr. John Mark Spector Evans and Eric Jake Lockley Linebarger. (laughs) All that out of the way, I'd like to do a quick PSA to let you know that we are participating in Extra Life on November 4th. And if you would like to donate to the Children's Miracle Network, look us up on extralife.com as the Not Funny Guys. You'll find our team and donate. We're trying to raise as much money as we can for our local Children's Miracle Network hospitals. Link in the details. Link in the details below this podcast. Um, But thank you, everyone who did donate and has donated and will donate. Um, we appreciate it very much. And we will be doing some special episodes on that day. Um, we're just putting all the little finer details to them. So with all of that out of the way, I would like to remind you that if it doesn't say the not funny guys, then it's most likely not us. And with that, I would like to welcome these two fine gentlemen. Gentlemen, say hello. Hello. Hey, I'm I'm fine. I like that. I'll take it. Yeah. How's it going? How's it going? How's that? How was your week? How is everything? It is. I am getting stuffed on beer. It's marvelous. All the worsts. All the. I, can I just let you know, Salzburg, those yeah. hills, Vims is alive with music. I'm just nice. going to say that. Just going to let you know. So, so what's been your favorite, Um, I don't know, bratwurst that you've eaten? Oh, I would say the first one. The first one? What about beer? What's so far out of all the different countries? I know you're in the land of mm-hmm. beer, the yep. honey and mead and wines and all of that. Yep. What's been your favorite beer that you have drunk? Like your favorite type of beer, I should say. Oh, uh, my favorite beer has been the third, eighth, ninth, and eleventh. That's a. I didn't mean the drink oh, that you were drinking that day. Which type, <laughs> of, which type of beer? Has there been a particular type? Uh, um, like a, a, I don't, I don't know beer. I mean, Munich Hells, baby, Munich Hells, or... and I, I toured the uh, Heineken. Uh, I toured, I toured Heineken, so that was pretty cool. Look, folks, that's, we need to pull back the mirror and just make everybody aware that Eric has no! been watching Munich and. The sound of music, and he's just ogling Christopher Plummer the whole time. He's not really there, so just let it go, ladies and gentlemen, listeners. Eric is really in Germany right now, as you were listening to this. Well, if, he is assuming you listen when it comes out. Well, they can't listen to it any other time. I mean, they could listen to it a week after that. Okay, fine. Shut your mouth, Mister Drunker. Mister Drunk. I hope that beer you drank today was fermented spit from chewed corn. It's a Fanta. Don't you want to? It is a Fanta. John, how's um how's life <laughs> been with you? How is how's all your schooling going? Um, I've been doing tests. What's going on? No, just same old, same old, same old, same old. Basic, more like you were last week. Yeah. Oh, Living okay. the dream. Living <laughs> the dream. No, no meetings, I think, this week. So we we, we lucked out. 
Nice, nice. Um, I was gonna go see the Taylor Swift movie, but tickets sold out so fast I couldn't go. I thought they were um, in every theater. They're in every theater, but they sold out. You should look on the AMC app and see when you get back what it looks All right, like. where is that movie gonna is that movie? I think uh, it's in all that, theaters. That but will AMC. compete with that will compete with um arguably like like t- that would compete with like Infinity War and stuff like that in terms of box office revenue, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Or yeah. would it go to its own category? No, it'd be it'd compete with it as a concert. Right? I you, just do you think it? Do you think it rivals uh, Avatar? <laughs> no, oh no, there's no way. I don't it's know. Rival I don't know. No, there's no way. There's no way it's going to rival. Will it cross a billion? 50s, probably. You know what to do. It'll probably cross a billion, <laughs> but it's not going to rival Avatar. I learned some sad. I had some sad news. I learned this week. Well, I'd like to. I had to tell you all. Um, I learned that I won't be able to see the Marvels on the day it comes out. Because the day it comes out on the, because it comes out on a Friday, it'll be released on a Thursday. Um, I would normally see it on the Thursday. I won't be able to see it on that Thursday because I will be in a car driving to Florida to go do a cruise. So I will not get to see it the day it comes out, which is very sad. I will though get to see it on the cruise ship, for sure. Ooh, that's cool. And then I will probably once we are back on land um, in Florida, I will probably do a late night showing at um, an AMC at Disney Springs so I can actually see it in like a Dolby screen. But um, I will not get to see it. That's sad to me. I've seen almost all the movies on day one. The few rare exceptions. Um, COVID obviously created its own exceptions. Um Birth of a child kind of created a small exception. The baby. Um, <laughs> but uh, most of the movies um, I've gotten to see on day one. So that's uh, that's my sad. Wow. You sad hate bitterness. women. First world problem. What do you mean I hate women? First you won't even problem, go yes. see their. You won't even go see the Marvels, a, a trio of women on their first day in theaters. But I will see them the night I get on that cruise boat. I will go see them. <laughs> I'm assuming they're playing it on the first night, which they probably will. Do be. they have a movie theater that just plays? Yes, all round kind of thing. Like yes. it's a dedicated theater. That's crazy. Yes, and they have the um their their live stage show. They drop a screen down and play um, movies on that. So like when we were on um, for our honeymoon, um, they were showing um the Disney Nature Panda one. I don't remember what that one was called. It was like constantly playing, and um, Guardians of the Galaxy two was constantly playing. And then the fifth Pirates of the Caribbean movie opened while we were on the cruise, and they did a midnight showing um, in both theaters um, for Pirates. Um, Guardians was fun because in Guardians two, if you remember, there's a spot where like the the plane, the Milano goes over a cliff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As that was going, our boat listed heavily to one side, and so it was <laughs> like it pushed us all forward, and we were watching it in three D. It pushed us forward as the ship or as the Milano went over the cliff. And so the camera is angling and the boat is turning. And it was like one of those few moments where I was like, oh, God, I might get sick. (laughs) Um, Usually I don't get sick with. um, Usually you can't feel the the boat. I know. Usually you can't. Um, Our last storm. It was on that. We were booking it um, on that day. The last cruise we did, um, we were at the front of the ship, and you could literally feel the front, the tip of the front of the ship come out of the water and slam back down because wow. the weather was so bad. And we were the first room on our floor on the forward, um, oh. all the way forward. <laughs> and so it was, it was really funny. Like you couldn't walk. It was so, it was funny. But I, I didn't get sick on it. Uh, my wife did. She did not like it. Hmm. But 
um anyway i will see the marbles on the ship um but yes they do constantly play movies cool. in the movie That's theater cool. all disney only um is, of course on the last one we did it was hocus mostly hocus pocus the pinocchio the live action pinocchio that they did on disney plus and nightmare before christmas because mm-hmm. um, we were doing a halloween cruise the last time so hocus pocus uh, one or two they were Must doing one because yeah. two hadn't come out just yet yeah, and they cool. won't show them early they make a whole point of it like mm. you the midnight has to be midnight east coast time when they show it like it's a whole thing mm. like, anyway anyway um all right ladies and gentlemen i would actually like to let you know that we are actually recording this a little bit early because as we were saying eric is actually in you don't show them right the worst. <laughs> I know, I know. I wanted to point that out in case breaking news happened while um, we were off for a tiny little bit. So if something strange happens, um, that's because, and we're not talking about it, it's because of that. So I know they just released the cast the Fantastic Four, and we'll talk about it when we get back. Um, <laughs> or whatever weird, crazy breaking news. I think I heard a rumor that Jimmy Carter died. Possibly. Hey. I think I heard that rumor. I think you might have started it. No. As a prediction. Yeah. No, yeah. I hope not. Something about he was eating peanut butter and, oh. and slipped and fell. He went the way what? he wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I love Jimmy Carter. Not, don't be, any, Skippy! Oh, <laughs> Skippy! <laughs> Did I ever tell you like how they got the name Skippy? They literally just like, there's this comic book called Skippy. We're going to use its name and its logo. <laughs> Didn't ask. They just did it. Like it's crazy how that happened. Anyway, Skippy, we love you. Skippy, um, no, Skippy's the worst peanut butter. Whoa, defamatory. No, allegedly, allegedly. No. Peter Pan, Peter Pan is the best. Eddie, move butter. on, Eddie. move on. We have stuff to cover. Not- <laughs> oh, right, we've right, got, right, we right, got, right, we, right. there's, there's nothing to cover this week. Um, I would like to ask, I'll do a couple quick hits on you for some us geekly, us geekly. Um, so um, oh. we watched a couple of trailers right before we did this. I just want to get a couple of little thoughts. Kite Man, um, Eric, are you excited? I know you love Harley Quinn. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I haven't gotten all the way through the Harley Quinn's backlog. I think there's like four seasons out or whatever. I think I'm almost done through two. So I don't know the full story of Kite Man. I'm guessing at this point, but it's very much in the style of so it would seem uh, the Harley Quinn's. Uh yeah, I'll I'll totally watch it. I'll add it to what you know, season five basically of Harley Quinn. Nice, nice. John, do you have any thoughts on it? Looks on like Adventure Brothers knockoff. Adventure Brothers knockoff. I, never saw well, I will at least say it. better, better animation. Probably because nice. they actually have money. That behind them. Well, it's Zaslov, so do they really have money? So no, but someone probably found some quarters in the couch. <laughs> probably actually did find some quarters in the couch. Speaking or maybe Zaslov of the... left his wallet out for five minutes. Oh, uh, shots fired, Zaslov. Shots fired. Zaslov, you can write in at notfunnyguys.offthereels.gmail.com and let Dr. Evans know that he's fired. No, you don't You don't employ me, but yeah, do that. <laughs> do that because I, I have a lot of horrible things to say to your face because you're an idiot. Oh, shots fired back. It's like a war between Dr. Evans and Zaslov. No, it's surely there's no other wars happening right now. It's a war between me and him who will never know about it. It's a secret war. It's a secret war. Oh, foreshadowing, (laughs) foreshadowing. Deep cut foreshadow for way down the line. 
That's right. Uh, we watched the other trailer, Thanksgiving. What did you guys think? Eric, are you going to watch Thanksgiving? Fuck no. That, that looks so like fucking stupid. horrible. That was so dumb. <laughs> so t- that was oh, like God. one step above a Lifetime movie. Okay, oh, it so was funny. Lifetime movie, but for the horror channel. Yes, <laughs> so funny. Looks so funny. Speaking of horror, I watched the movie um, a little bit ago because I'm watching a different spooky movie every night for uh, leading up to Halloween. I watched the movie Urban Legends, and oh, I, I did not realize that um, John uh, Jared Leto is in that movie. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's in it. I had forgotten all about that. And um, it also has Michael Rosenbaum in it. And I'm like, why is Lex Luthor in this movie? <laughs> and then is that the one? Um, that's yeah, the one that's that the one. Freddy Krueger is the teacher. Freddy Krueger is the teacher. And Brad Dorf is the guy at the beginning yeah. who tries to warn her that there's someone in the back of the car because he has a yeah. stutter. She's scared of him and maces him when he's yeah. trying to save her life. Yeah. The uh, I love that the motivation of it is the killer's friend was killed in like an urban legend type thing. Yeah. And the killer's friend is David Evans. And it cracks me up. And David Evans is the brother. cause of all of this. It wasn't that her boyfriend, though. It was not a friend. I didn't want to I didn't want to spoil who the killer was. I didn't want to spoil. I also appreciate the um <laughs> It's got the guy from um, Dawson's Creek. <laughs> um, and when he gets into a car, they play the song for like a split second. And he like freaks out that the song plays. Uh, anyway, the movie actually holds up fairly well, except for the weird goth sex scenes. Those are just odd. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, they're just very weird. God but... roommate. That, yeah, that the was... God roommate. It's uh, funny that you remember that. No, too. now you're bringing it back. Stop it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the interesting movie. Uh, all right, so... I will. I will totally be watching uh, Thanksgiving. All right. So the other trailer we watched, um, Argyle. What do you guys think? Yay, nay. That was funny. Yeah, yay. Yeah, I'll stop check it out. I don't. It may be a streaming movie versus a theater movie for me. Yeah, that's what it'll probably be for me. I mean, it's an Apple Plus movie, so oh, even better. Okay. Yeah, it's um got Dua Lupia. Is it Lupia? Dua Lupe. Yeah, she's um in it. So I'm kind of concerned on like how her acting's gonna be because I've never seen her act before. But you know, I'm. I'm I'm in. It's got John Cena in it, so we're one close, one step closer to the family. So that's exciting, and I like that Sam Rockwell's there, uh, which also cracks me up. And Sam Jackson. How many MCU people are in this damn movie? Now that I think about it, there's a lot. Uh, anyway, it it looks good. Uh, my wife said when she watched the trailer, she goes, "It looks like a remake of Romancing the Stones." A little bit. I can see that. Um, which actually, the one that's the remake of that is called The Lost City. It is basically a remake. Um, and I recommend that movie. I recommend it. All right. Um, the last Sandra thing. Bullock one? Yes, the Sandra Bullock one, yeah. Okay. Oh, The Lost that's City such... of D? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> I love, that. I love uh, uh, a Brad Pitt's character. Brad's Pitt character cracks me up in that movie. It's like grief, right? I think he did it for like pretty cheap or something. Yeah. Um, and that's why she's in uh, Bullet Train. Uh, um, so um, I want to ask a speculative question because we're recording in the past and it's going to be in the future. All right. Speculate. Yay or nay. Yay or nay. Real quick. Taylor Swift and the football player. Are they still together? Travis Kelsey is his name. So you just know Travis Kelsey. Name. Sorry. I don't know yeah. football. Football it's, is this game. <laughs> football is life. Uh, okay. Yes. Different football. But yes. Do you think? 
think that they're still together. Thank you, Danny. Um, yes, I'm going to say it lasts a little bit longer than you know a month. You think it's still yeah, together. I think so. Yeah, it's still together. I think He's, no. He seems like a good kid. I'm going to say no because his mom like almost. I I, I I I need to read the interview, but she wasn't impressed with Taylor oh. when they met. Um, but I say no. But the song she has written is amazing. Jeez, God, whatever, <laughs> and it's all about the games he plays. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> I'm ridiculous. We got three. We got three works to cover. Let's get. I want to put. The, I want to put the hashtag Taylor Swift in there when we when I promote it. So I need. We have to talk about oh. Taylor for just long enough that I can. I'm gonna book Casey on the Steve Bannon podcast now. Talk about this. Um, I would. Okay. Matters. Where okay. It matters. Okay. First off, you brought this up. I'm gonna answer that because we're in debate style. Oh, Thirty seconds on the clock. I would totally do a podcast with Steve Bannon. Why? I would not be nice to him, okay. but I would do a podcast with him. It would be a very interesting podcast. I would do a podcast with Ron DeSantis. It would not be a nice podcast. Don't be in the same. At least don't be in the same room with him when you do it. No, I would not. I wouldn't want to even see him. I'd want like audio only. I wouldn't like want to see his dumb Twitter faces. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be in the room with him because I have to smell pudding, and I don't want to smell pudding. <laughs> All right, <laughs> or watch it's... that robotic smile. But I would like to say, speaking of Florida, Tom from Florida writes in and asks, just Tom. like you can, now that you're talking about the MCU shows, do you think they are long enough, or should there be more episodes? No, I like them the way they are. I think they should keep the six episode format. Okay, so you're you're with the six. I want not the, the idea nine. that it's an extended movie. I that's what I want. I don't want I don't want nine. The only one what is it? The only one that so far that's been nine, wasn't that like what if? No. We have what if, yeah, what if Loki and um She Hulk have all been nine. Okay, I think well, I prefer were... the six episode format in most situations. WandaVision I, was nine. Oh, sorry, yeah. you're right. WandaVision, sorry, WandaVision's nine, Loki six. Sorry, sorry. Well, right. here's my thing. I think for me, what it is is I don't necessarily think the six or the nine is the problem. It's how tight, how much is the runtime of the episodes, and how tight is the story. I don't want fluff. I don't want somebody dragging this out like some standard television show. I need to see these as extensions with relevant stories to tell. I don't want a little yeah. a lot of dilly dally. So let me make sure I got this right. You you don't want to be fluffed. You just want it to be tight. He doesn't want you, you want to, to fluff in, his dilly dally. <laughs> you want to be in and out quick. Like bing bang boom. Wham bam. Thank you, ma'am. Done. Why can't you be in the same room second so I can punch you? <laughs> <laughs> Such violence. <laughs> I know. Eric, what is your thoughts? Um, six, nine or longer. Or shorter, it could be if you were like two episodes. Um, I mean, I don't necessarily disagree with with John about the six nine sort of idea. And if you got a good story, tell me what you need. Um, I think Eric is fine with two. He knows what two is all about. No, no, he said he's fine with sixty nine. <laughs> I, I mean, moving on. <laughs> the um... sixty nine episodes of One Division would be very tiring. Well, so so. So I think we have two very good examples of six episode shows in this um, episode today of our show. Yes. Mm-hmm. One that I think achieves very well telling its story and one that I don't. Um, and that's obviously my opinion. But like 
I think one of them could have stood to be longer and one of them was just fine at six. And the one that I think struggled to tell its story stayed down to six when I would have liked to see them expand it and take some of their time a little bit more. Uh, but that said, yeah, I, I don't want fluff, but I also don't want introductions or new opportunities to meet a character be rushed when they don't have to be. All right. I will say I am a... It, it should be however many episodes it needs to be for the writers to tell the clear, succinct story that they want. Mm-hmm. Um, Netflix taught us that sometimes... You know, nine episodes will is too much because you get too much filler. Um, WandaVision showed us that nine episodes can be fine. Um, what if clearly showed us nine episodes can be fine. Six episodes also works, but to your point, six episodes can also be a little bit too short. I don't know if I would want one to be 23 episodes, but I'm no. open to it depending on what it is and what they're doing. If they were going to do we're going to do a She-Hulk procedural and it's going to be 23 episodes. I'm okay with that going, knowing going in, it's going to be law and order. Um, but if, if it's going to be, we're going to do these long form ones, then I might be like, that's too long. So it, it really what does if would be fine with a 23. If you got real episodic, I think, yeah. What if could easily be, I think the rumors are daredevil is going to be 18. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay. yeah but that's, that's split. That's gotta be split. There's no way they're going to do a weekly, you know, for 18. Who knows? Who knows? But that's, that's the rumor be, is that it's going to be... be like spring and fall or fall and spring type thing. Well, it also depends on like, how are they doing it? Are they going to be 30 minute episodes? Are they going to be hour long episodes? Again, if it's hour long courtroom drama, I'm almost okay with it. But it's the, how are they connecting it? So <laughs> If they can pull away like some of your like procedural watchers from CBS and get them into MCU. Oh my God. <laughs> That would be hilarious. I just that said, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't no. think we're going to see an eighteen season, eighteen episode season straight out the gate. I think it'll be two nine episodes. You think it'll be two that nine? said, I think it'll still be very procedural at times. You know, I oh think, yeah, I think they do well to to add in a little bit more courtroom procedural to both that and She Hulk. Yeah, um, I would love for Daredevil to be more of like the dramatic procedural. And She-Hulk to be more of like the crazy, like, oh my god, the shocker got out yeah, again and he needs yeah. to... And both both provide a lot of opportunity to introduce kind of simpler characters, sillier characters, whatever it mm-hmm. may be, depending on the show. But like, either way, the characters that you can then throw into another show and that make, that become a connective thread that you mm-hmm. didn't know you need, right? Because yeah. I think something that I'm starting to miss at this point in the phase four, I guess we're still in. Yeah, we're still um, in phase four. Is things aren't connecting right yet. You know, like there's a lot of things that if you don't watch it, it hasn't necessarily mattered, you know, in terms of the MCU impact. Um, and I'd like to see I'd like to see all of the relevancy come into play at some point. And I think that we need a connective tissue sometime soon. All right. All right. I will my final thought on the Daredevil. I wanted every episode to begin with a dum dum. <laughs> yeah, well, they got to figure out a different one for Daredevil. Though. I know they'll have to figure out a different tone to hit, but I would love it to be something very similar um, so that the CBS audience gets confused <laughs> <laughs> and comes over. The CBS audience, audience that has streaming services. Well, Law, Law and Order is NBC, so we can pull them too. Yeah, yeah. 
All right. Well, thank you, Tom, um, for writing in. That was a great question. Tom from Florida. I will be in uh, your state very soon. Go on to the theme parks. Um, if you would like to write in like Tom did, you can write in at notfunnyguys.offthereels at gmail.com and let us know your questions, thoughts, concerns. And do you prefer Skippy or Peter Pan? Chunky or smooth? You tell us. Jeff or Teddy? What's Teddy? It's the Massachusetts brand. It's delicious. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. All right. So um, just like Chunky, let us talk about Moon Knight, 2022's Moon Knight. Um, and this one, ladies and gentlemen, we, we have been kind of going in order of release, but this one, none of these, we don't know where they are really in the timeline. The timeline's all messed saying. up. <laughs> oh, I'm going to do them in the order I choose to do today. So uh, Moon Knight 2022 is when it came out. Um, it is an origin story. I hope you like origin stories. Directed by uh, Mohammed D uh, Daib. Uh, sorry if I mispronounced your name. Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead. The... Um, Sorry. Oh, actually, this one's a confusing one. If you remember last episode, I got annoyed with this whole head writer showrunner thing. They actually don't list a head writer on IMDb for this one or a showrunner. Um, but Danielle Mann is the first person listed. So I am using Danielle Mann as the writer. There's obviously a staff of writers. So Disney, figure your shit out and give <laughs> these people the names that they're supposed to have so we can understand who wrote what. Composer is Hashem Nazif. Um, and I love your music. It's so good in this. Um, so some new characters that we got in this. Um, we've got Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight, Oscar Isaac as Mr. Knight, Oscar Isaac as Jake Lockley, Ethan Hawke as Harrow, um, which most of the show, I thought they were saying Arrow. It took a little bit. Uh, May Calamity as Lila and F. Murray Abraham as Khonshu. Clearly, there are other people in this, but those are the, the main people. Oh, you forgot who was playing Mark Spector. I said Mark Spector. It was Oscar Isaac. And don't, but don't forget Stephen Grant. That's also uh Yeah, Oscar I think you Isaac. only said uh, Jake Lockley for him. Oh, well, no, because he doesn't have a Moon Knight name that we saw. I said uh, Moon Knight, Mr. Knight, and then Jake. I gotcha. Uh, so, Eric, for you, um, let's do a quick little um, snippet snapshot of uh, Moon uh, uh, Moon Knight. So, this is what Moon like Moon Knight looked like in the comic books um, around the time he was first introduced. Um, okay. We also have um, here he is again, Moon Knight number one, and you can actually see right here. There's Stephen Grant, there's Mark Spector, and there's Jake Lockley. I want to point out. And the comic books, when he started, he was not multiple personalities. He was one man who had different identities, or di sorry, different aliases like Bruce Wayne. If uh -huh. he wanted to go get information or find out something for, at a rich party, he was Stephen Grant. If he needed to do some action stuff, he became Mark Spector. And a lot of times he became Jake Lockley, a cab driver, so that he could drive people around and get information. Um, later in the comic books, his um, girlfriend, and I just can't remember her name in the books, she started to get worried that he was developing split personalities. So it does come a little bit later, but originally he did not. He was just a super wealthy guy. I mean, it was literally Batman, except for he happened to have, uh, he went to different personalities. Um, also, there's a character not in this show um, that was very um important character in the books and his name is Frenchie 
And they did not put Frenchie in this. Frenchie was his Alfred. Um, Eric, you're on. Or sorry, John, you're on mute. Jo- Duchamp, that's you see his name on the phone though. Right, you see it, you but we don't actually. Him. Yeah, you also never don't. meet his uh his homeless well, friend, but you no, sort of tec- do because he's the living we, statue. Yeah, we do technically meet Crawley. So Crawley yeah, is the probably. living statue. Um, and he was just a homeless guy who would get information, um, usually for Jake Lockley, um, usually for Jake. So those were his originally looked like. So this is more modern takes on him. This is from around the Civil War time frame. Um, already nuts at this point. Uh, let's see. Here's another one. Just some good cool shots of Moon Knight. Is a couple of different variations on his outfit. This is a different variation. Uh, he is also a Jewish superhero. I believe he was Marvel's first Jewish superhero. Um, he has Mr. Knight as one of the personalities. So they did get the Mr. Knight costume. I think it's probably the most faithful of the costumes they do in the movie. Um, Khonshu, um, very faithful adaptation yeah, of Khonshu um, that they have there. Um, Does Jake Lockley have his own suit? Jake Lockley, I think, shares the same as Mark Spector. I okay. think. If not, then maybe this one's Jake, but I think they share the same. I think it's only Steven that gets the separate costume. Um, I like this particular shot of Kaju. <laughs> of um, there's actually Frenchie right there in the picture. Um, and then I want to... Oh, this is Haro. So Haro does come from the book, but it's only like a small storyline. It's not like a major... Thing, Something that I never there. caught that if they referenced or not, it was the opening scene of the show mm-hmm. was him push, putting gl- broken glass into his shoes and walking on it. Penitence. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Penitence. Penitent. Oh. Also, I think it's an Ethan. Yeah. I also think it's God. an Ethan Hawke um, acting choice. Probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Layla does not exist in the comic books yet. But they are adding her. She will be the first MCU character that is getting brought in. Well, technically, actually, I think Coulson was the first. But she will be the first superhero that is being brought in. And this is um, the design that they're going. Director Hayward didn't make it. Yeah. The Scarab? Is that what it will be? um, I don't remember what her name is, if they actually call her the Scarab or what. But and. I don't I know she's getting introduced soon. I just don't know exactly when it's within the next couple of of months but um yeah she is getting brought over which is pretty cool um all right so really quick i'm just going to say the names of these and then let's go so we're six episodes all roughly 40 minutes on this one um because i've been timing them what they actually are so there's the goldfish problem is episode one episode two is summon the suit episode three the friendly type episode four the tomb five asylum and six gods and monsters and as eric alluded to it starts off with harrow putting um glass in his shoes to do his penance yeah and then, uh, you know, and ends with him getting his actual crocodile heads that's a hint yep mm-hmm. also there's also that repeated song when we find steven waking up mm-hmm. there's always that song playing and i remember that screen crush did some discussion about that but i don't remember exactly what it is but he obviously has an, a sleep issue because he's taping his door he's chained himself to the bed and he is putting a certain the, sand yep you know? sand around it and he also it's not in this first scene but it's a first episode when he's trying to go to bed and it's like the whole how mm-hmm. to keep yourself awake. Yeah. So you know something is off with him. Yeah, and, and of course he works bit. at a gift shop 
in the yep. Metro British Museum and he's late and he talks about uh Tawaiti, Tawaiti, Tarweti, the hippo goddess. Yep. As part of the Aeneid, which is a, he even corrects them that there's supposed to be nine members and they only have seven on the poster. Mm-hmm. So Stephen is the one who is big into Egyptian culture. Yes. And I I like that in this first scene in the gift shop when the woman walks up to him, he's like, we're still on for Friday, right? For steaks. Yes. And he's like, what? And it's the first clue he the audience miss- has that something is off. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he will miss that appointment. Yeah. Because he'll move two days. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I love how he, I, then we, he tries to, this is when we get to the puzzle part. Mm-hmm. And then he's trying to stay awake. And then he wakes up in a field in the mountains and for the village up in front of him and a castle behind him and his jaw unhinged. Yeah. Yeah, and then and he's someone like, keeps calling him Mark. Yeah, Mark, Mark. Oh, uh, now I will say this whole sequence here, starting with this, him running to the village, trying to blend in. Um, the uh, Arthur, we see him again. He is professing Amit's judgment, mm-hmm. and which is really messed up. Um, yeah, but I think what's fascinating is that when we see him, Mark and Stephen, and we hear Conchu's voice, that whole escape scene. The cutting between it is just really interestingly fun to play with. Well, I like, but right before they do the cuts away, I like what he's like, there's someone here, someone here. And then Harrow says the words that Stephen doesn't understand. Everyone drops. He's like, oops. Yeah. And it's like, where's the scare? Oh, here it is. And Mark or conscience, it's got to be Mark. Yeah. Um, takes control of his body and closes the hand, but Stephen doesn't understand what's going on. You know on. what I, I wrote down? This looks like an elaborate mime act. It does. It's all like, no. <laughs> but and that's and that's what Harrow thinks too. Yes, because he, he doesn't understand. Um, and then I like then like he tries to run away, and the guy comes out and grabs it, and that's when we get that first of the cutaways of like the. Well, and then and when all he of a sudden he's there, just covered the, like blood and everything. Yeah, did you catch the music when it's playing in the truck, the van? Mm-mm. Wake me up. Oh yeah, you know. Um, a yeah, he gets the van. I love that's one of my favorite car sequences in the oh, MC yeah. shows. Is and the fact that they're just like, yeah, we're just not even going to deal. Like it's just going to be cut away, boom, it's done. Cut away, driving backwards. Cut away, old woman giving you the finger, which is mm-hmm. hilarious, by the way. And then Conchu calls Steven at one point a parasite. Yep. And then all of a sudden he wakes up in bed. Yeah. And then he thinks it's all a dream. Yes. To him, it was all completely a dream. And to be fair, the sand is fine. He's still tied to the bed. The tape is still intact. Yeah. He even says to the, what do fish dream about when he talks to Gus? And then he realizes that something's wrong with Gus. Yeah. He has two fins. Yeah. He had one before. This is when he realizes he's late for his date. Yeah. Only to realize that it's not Friday, it's Sunday. Yeah. He lost two days. And she's like, lose my number. Yeah, and he orders a steak despite Cheers. being a vegan. <laughs> yeah. I love the, I would like to order a steak. Okay, what type would you like? Yes, that's good. <laughs> no, I got a type. A good one. Okay, Filet, how would you like it cooked? Good. <laughs> yeah. And then he calls his mom. He gets yeah. into his house. He calls his mom a lot, by the I way, because we've already seen him calling his mom. Leaving yeah, messages, and then he gets right? home. He's yeah. eating the chocolates. He drops some and he finds scuff marks on the floor. And that's when he realizes the table's been moved. He finds a hidden panel with a phone with yep. a lot of missed calls from Layla, Layla and one, a couple, one from Ducamp. Yep. 
And so he picks up and he calls Layla. And he's absolutely clueless. She keeps calling him Mark. Yeah. And then he keeps, and then, he has the encounters in the mirror. The yeah, he has time. the encounters in the mirror, which is like really fucked up. Then he goes out into the hallway and he yeah. starts seeing like the creepy in the hallway. This is like borderline horror movie. Oh, yeah. At this point. And I love when he gets into the elevator and he sees the thing coming at him. We know it's Kanchi, but he come, the Kanchi comes at him. And then this old woman and her yeah, reaction. That old lady wants to get away from the crazy man. She's, she's like, he's like, are we back on five? Yes, I got to go to my friend's house. <laughs> my friend's expecting me. Um, and then he wakes up on the bus. Yeah. In the daytime. And he mm-hmm. goes to his job. And, and do we see it this to Arthur? Is it He's this bus it. ride or is it the other the first bus ride where Kanchu's in the in the crowd? This is the one where he sees Kanchu out the window. Yeah, he's like, like there's that quick little flash of Kanchu. Yeah, and then he talks, they talk about Amit yeah. together and they place in the Egyptian hierarchy. He gets and this judged. Is he tries to judge him and he can't. Yep. Chaos. Yeah. Um, and then all of it then it really cuts to night. Yep. Which is strange. Like, did Haro just like all right, cool. We're gone, buddy. See you mm-hmm. later, guy. And she goes back to work. I've always confused by that little scene. Um, but then he's there, and then he starts hearing things that will eventually learn are jackals coming after him. Um, and they chase him into the bathroom. And I love the shot of Mark in the mirror mm-hmm. talking to him. And they actually use Oscar Isaac's brother to do the two shots. Oh, really? No. Oh, like um, the, the behind the scenes or whatever? Yeah, because his brother looks very similar to him. And so they could use some over-the-head shots. Um, but I love, like, give me, I can help you. Give me the suit. Um, or, like, give me control. And then he gets control, and the suit starts to come on him. Almost like Spawn. How, like, yeah. wraps around him. Yeah. And then we get, we just cut to the outside, and you see the thing get flung, flung out. And then you just drive back him. in. Beat the shit out of this thing. <laughs> I absolutely love that we begin episode two with him waking up in bed and trying to leave. Yeah. <laughs> and then you he get goes like, back to work and it's been, he's like, you messed up the bathroom. Well, no, no, they're like, someone messed up the bathroom. He's like, yes, let's, let's go look at the cameras. Cam. I got to tell you something. I got something to tell you. But yeah. He wants to look at the cameras because he's like, oh, this will be evidence, you know, yeah. of yeah. my whatever's going on himself. with me. Yeah. yeah. Which is really cool. And yeah, they, they play on that later. See. The people can't see the creatures. Yeah. Now, it, it does make me wonder. Here's a question for you, because going to the creatures later. Can can everyone see his suit when he's Moon Knight? Or did he come out of the bathroom with the suit off? Probably came out mm. with it off. I don't know. It seems because little, that made me... people can see it. I think people can see it. I think it's when they can't see things like Conchu and the jackals and things that are conjured. Right. I knew they couldn't see those, but it I made me wonder. See, I think they can see the suit. Okay. Um, so he comes, yeah, he comes out and then it's like, oh, you're fired. <laughs> like, we're not going to yes. press charges. And he's but we need like your a brochure. Mm-hmm. And then he decides to go find out where that key goes. Yeah. Which leads him to the locker, the locker, which has all I love- Mark Spector stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. Like, I'm looking for it. Might be under Mark. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I know you. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he has another he conversation get... with Mark. Yep. Um, which I love the way they do it. It's so well done. Like, and the then double character. comes after him again. Yeah. It's a very, like, um, well done 
he's really transformed his his um u-haul space into like a, a base you know yeah because he runs out he runs out and runs immediately into layla right and we learned that she's his wife yes you know? um but you brought and I love that, yeah she's confused as hell um mark and them just begging um is begging for steven to stop showing her things like stop mm-hmm. stop stop um course the the cult comes and takes him i kept calling harrow yeah. mr glass at but this she point gave, she gave <laughs> the, yeah, he I gave her the compass point. yeah the scarab and yeah the, the police show up and they turns out they work for arthur mm-hmm. and he's well, apparently everyone works for arthur yeah like, it's like he leaves this little sort of paradise i mean i don't know if you guys know but um i, I work for arthur oh, okay. oh my god cool. yeah well you judge people okay. yeah i'm one of his people well, Eric, can you show us your Ten Rings tattoo that you got? Because I know we all, apparently, at the MCU, everyone works for something. <laughs> well, I just think it's Sorry. fascinating when he's, when he's shown this very positive world mm-hmm. that has been created by Amit, by Arthur and through Ahmet's people, and it looks very idyllic in like the kind of thing. And he even reveals to him that he was Conchu's, yeah, you know, avatar when they kind of digest it, mm-hmm. but then. Stephen questions the whole idea of what they're doing. Like, yeah, it seems great and all, but you were literally denying free will. Yeah. You literally have chosen a deterministic, which is funny because if you guys have seen Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, um, Oscar Isaac is denying people the chance at free will there too. <laughs> he is involved yeah. in another film involving hmm. determinism versus free will. Yeah. Um, this is where... We're gonna get Mark uh, Harrow decides. Well, Layla shows up. Harrow's gonna send out the jackals to fight him. Well, this and is then... one thing I, I want to note this real quickly. Stephen blows holes in in Ahmet and Arthur's philosophy, and they compared the difference between medicine and poison is dosage. Yeah, they say that Ooh. line, and basically, mm-hmm. this is the the assertion that Ahmet has a. There's an idea that there is predetermination. Yeah, and they release the jackals. Yes, and yep, Layla the jackals. Shows up. And, and, and I love Layla's like, put on the suit, put on the suit, put on the suit. <laughs> and he does, but it's not the suit that we uh-huh. were expecting. It's not the suit she's expecting. Yep. We get the Mr. Knight suit. And then he doesn't really know how to fight. Mm-hmm. Um, the jackals start to kick his butt. And this is where I was like, what do everyone else see? Because everyone's filming and people are watching. They're yeah. filming. Yeah. They're looking. What do they actually see? I love that we see him getting flung around by nothing. Yeah, which is a nice um, visual um, that gets through with the fight, and then he, we, find we still see him in costume during that. Which we makes do me see think him that in that costume. That, yes, you're right that the, he does have costume. Yeah. Um, he ends up after the fight's over. Well, he gives um, Mark, he gives Mark control, and then he locks Stephen away. Yeah. Oh, he he gets the sorry for yeah. You're right. He does that. He gets when he gets control. I love. I was gonna point out. I love the chase sequence on the rooftops. And everything, and yeah. then when the jackal goes, and the way it all dissolves, like the suit dissolves, everything's really cool looking. Yeah, um, we learned that he dropped the scarab, and Haro gets it, and, yeah, and then Layla sees. Layla sees it. By the yeah. way, when he when we make it to Egypt at the very end, do you think that's Mark or do you think that's Jake? I at heard people where? speculation when we see that last scene of the episode in Egypt. There's a per- there's a version of him getting drunk. Uh-huh. And it's a question about sometimes whether we're whether we're seeing Mark or if that's Jake. I think it's Mark. Probably. I think. It's I just Mark. think that people well, speculate about that because I know there are personality sequences later, particularly when he's wearing that black hat. 
mm-hmm. um, on the streets and Layla finds him, it seems like he's not Mark. It seems a little bit like he might be Jake. It's possible. But he still has Mark's um, accent. I figure True, that maybe. they shift it. Um, and of before, course, this is but where it, we it's have the Stephen in the mirror at that point. But then we, this is yeah. where we also start having the problem with Stephen and Mark. Yeah. And they're like, why did you kill him? And it's well, like, it's the next step. Yeah, it's episode three that that happens. I do want to point out before he goes But this to happens Egypt, in this episode. This is where it starts. It starts here. This is episode three. I'm in episode three right now. I'm talking about when he's in Egypt, a friendly type. Right. But I want a rooftop to, sequence. But I want to point out before he goes to Egypt, we do learn an important thing right before the end of episode two, before the drunkenness. Um, we do learn that Kanchu wants Layla as the replacement. Well, he's lying, though. I know he's lying, but we don't know that until the very yeah. end of the show. He's, like, he's literally the that, end of the show. He's doing that to control Mark and manipulate Right. Mark. But this becomes Mark's motivation on why he keeps doing everything. Yeah. Is he does, he wants to protect Layla. Does not we also want see Layla, Layla getting documents to go to Egypt. Yep. Because uh, we've learned it's been 10 years since she's been there. She's from Cairo. Uh, Cairo. Um, then we, yes, we get the, the fight sequence that happens where. Well, there's Mark... only two fight sequences. One sequence where he beats them up and he's in a cab and then he gets out and faces them again. It cuts and it has away the, and he's well, yeah, the them. blackout. Yeah. Blackout comes back. Yep. Yeah. And he's got the, um, he's got the, he's holding the blade knife. Why did you do that? I didn't do it. Why did you do it? I didn't do it. And then Kanji's like, hold him over the cliff. He'll <laughs> talk. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, he won't. No, he won't. And then, of course, the Harrow oh, is out there looking for the tomb. And we yep. have Kanchu needs to summon an audience, but it could go wrong. Yeah. And I like so how we, he does it. He's like, yeah, I'm just eclipse. gonna do an eclipse. And then all like, all right, they're gonna they're gonna get us any second now. Like, what do you mean? A doorway will open. What? Oh, mm-hmm. okay, cool. And of course um, they made, they get there and they have to make a case and they summon Arthur. Yeah. And they're inside the Great Pyramid. Yeah. Um, and then is this the same episode with the party? Is this this the party the next episode? No, it's next episode. This is when we meet um the avatars of Hathar, Horus, Isis, Tenef, and Osiris are present. Mm. Well, I know this this is is... when they they summon Arthur to them and he lies. Right. And they they learn the the the, um they're gonna eventually learn that they need to track down one person, one person new or a guy who's yes, dead. An now. architect. A tomb a priest, a priest. knew yeah. where it was. We got to track him down and they end up doing the, well, they um, threaten him about meddling. They threaten Kanchu about meddling because these gods are no longer engaging in the world. Right. And Which seems way, to be what way, all Kanchu gods do. is a terrible advocate for his own cause. He is. Well, at this. well, he's not a great God in the books or in the, in this and Arthur defeats him by basically bringing out Mark, who admits he's not well. Yeah, um, they're looking for Sinfu, Sinfu's sarcophagus. That they're looking for mm-hmm. Sinfu's sarcophagus, and they get to like, we need to. Oh, this is we like, got to find him. Yeah, they do the star map, and this is where Kanshu rolls back. Yes, the night, um, the, the night, which is such a cool visual oh, when yeah. he does it, but he pays the price for it. Yes, he does. And he so we literally, we literally ended first. the next episode with Mark with no powers. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, they do make a reference when they're at Mogart's party. Mm-hmm. Label and him were in Madripoor together. Yeah, I heard that they were in the Mad- in Madripoor, which is really cool. Um, nod back to that. By the way, unfortunately, that actor <laughs> who played him also passed away before the show aired, so that was sad. Yeah, because he pa- he passed away like couple like 
around the time episode one aired or had yeah, or it was like a before. week or two before yeah, it aired really sad um i want to say it was a ski accident mm-hmm. i feel like that's what it was um so episode who? The, the guy who played margo the uh the french the french guy the french guy at the party the, the party whose, whose oh, party yeah. it was yeah he passed away um so we're episode four we got the tomb and so they're looking for what it is we start to learn that Steven and Layla actually have a lot in common and would probably be a really good couple. Mm-hmm. Um, then they find the camp and it's deserted mm-hmm. and they go in and all is not well. Yep. Inside. Alexander the Great's tomb. Turns out. Yeah. And they find that was... the tomb is shaped like the eye of Horus. So they have to navigate. They find out how to navigate it by realizing that. So Steven is incredibly useful. And by the way, yep. this is where we get back into the horror vibes. Yes. Is there guardian mummies mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff? Um, I like that we learned that Alexander the Great is the was first avatar. Yeah. Was one of the avatar. Um Haro tells Layla the truth that Mark killed her father. Yeah. We know that is a slight exaggeration, we will learn, but True. um learns that he's responsible, so she questions. Things go poorly, and then Mark is shot. Um, and then he falls into the water, and we wake up watching an old adventure movie, which is really cool. Dr. Stephen Grant. Yep. And then I love that... In asylum. We're in the asylum. And in my mind, this episode was later. I don't know how long I thought the show was, but I thought it was way later. But I love that everyone's there. Mm-hmm. The, um, the statue man Crowley is there giving like a speech you can see all the people from the gift shop are all there um we see that haro is actually the doctor who's helping him yeah he says um, to him at one point he says you shot me yeah layla is there he's holding a moon knight toy mm-hmm. um which is fun by the way when he goes looking for steven mm-hmm. he gets steven but there's another sarcophagus i'm pretty sure that's jake lockley oh that's 100 percent jake mm-hmm. but, but but right before they start looking for that I love when he's in the um the room with the doctor. I just want to point this out because it was a cool little thing. When he's in the room with the doctor, right before he runs out, and the doctor's questioning him, and he starts like, "What? What's this? What's this?" And we start seeing things. It's very usual suspects. Mm-hmm. Of we start seeing things around the room that he yeah. was making up the story with. But then yes, oh, the name um, he, of the movie is called Tomb Busters. Yeah, Tomb Busters. Uh, but yeah, he gets out and he gets Stevens in a sarcophagus, and then they find the other room, and they both are like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." And they, and leave. they open the door and are faced with Tawetti. Yep. Giant hippo. And everybody's giant crazy. hippo. Um, with, a, so, with a sweet little voice. Sweet little voice. Well, she's, and then, she'd be great to party with. Yeah. I like her. Well, she's very I like nice. That, I like that we open the next episode with um, what happened in Mark's past about his brother. Yeah. Yep. And we his learned... mother blaming him. Yeah. Yeah. That's sad. Uh, we also and get, there, Chicago, by the way, that, they we get a Chicago reference too. Yes, we get back in Arthur's office and there's a version of him with a broken nose. That's Jake. You think that's Jake? There is, because there's three. There's the one with the accent, one who's not, and then there's one with a busted nose with a a tape guard. That's Jake, I think. Okay. I think he's Um, there. um, I do like the... the, Man, it's it's so sad to... When we start to learn what happens with them, oh, God, um, yeah. particularly like your hearts aren't balanced, you need to go back in and you need to figure out what's going on because we're gonna. If you want to get into the field of reads, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. got to balance your heart. 
go back in. And then I like that the first room is just the room full of people. And then the, the realization that's everyone he's ever killed. And the psych ward is uh, serving as, a, as an organizing principle for him. Yeah. It's his mind. It's yeah. what it is. And then we get to the, the little brother and then he follows the brother. And then us as the audience with Dr. with Grant are like, Oh God, like mm-hmm. they're about to die. Like, we're going, well, let's go into the cave. No, mom says not to. And you're like, yeah. Oh God, don't do it. And they're, they're playing Dr. Grant. Yeah. Cause you want to play Dr. Grant. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes in and he drowns and then we jump to the Shiva. And this is where we start Sorry. to see Mark's mom is blaming Mark for the brother's death. Um, yeah. And then she cuts herself off from the family. I mean, the Trump, no wonder he's gets the split personalities because well, and that of all was, this. And that manifests later when we find out that he was created to protect Mark. Yeah. Right. Um, so she's going to cut him off. Mark's going to leave. And I, I, I wrote, I love the flashbacks. Um, we get this. There's another scene where, oh, when he's leaving away, the father's wearing a yarmulke, which is how we truly get that it's, they're Jewish because they don't like avert, overtly say it. Mm-hmm um then we get to cut to seeing how layla's dad died and the first meeting kanchi which is actually pretty close to the the way it was in the books Mm -hmm. um then kanchi or they need kanchi to come be um to come back so mark can return because the hippo i can't pronounce her name um tawedi is like we could bring you back but if his body's dead or like with kanchi not there we can't revive his body like Mm -hmm. he'll still have the bullet holes um, so we start to get to that piece, realizing it. And then it's back to the mom. And we find out that he's scared of his mom. Yeah. Like his mom is so awful to him at this point. Yeah. And then he has this to is create... the manifestation of his disorder, which is what we call dissociative identity disorder. It's what they used to call split personalities. Yeah. The term and... that is used now in the common parlance is goes by the abbreviation DID. Yeah. Um, basically is what it is. It's what basically what people used to call um basically um a split schizophrenia it's a, and split, yeah it's a mental health disorder some of the idea have multiple distinct personalities uh various identities control the person's behavior at different times yeah that's what it, it's basically mm-hmm. what we used to call um split personalities yeah the, and a, that's the new term for it and we when he gets when he's like scared in his room and the way we watch it happen before the mom can get in she wants in you see Mark and then all of a sudden he starts speaking with the British accent mm-hmm. and he sits down cleaning and then the mom comes in, but we never see, we don't see her. No, we can- don't see comes her. in, the camera starts to shift and it's Mark pulling Steven out. You don't need to see this. And you can hear her beating him with a belt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, it definitely brings I, back uh, think, flashbacks yeah, think... as a child. Cause I remember getting, um, I remember getting the, uh, you were bad. You're getting a whooping. Let me get the belt. Um, you gotta love being from the south, and by love, I mean you gotta hate having a child in the 80s in the south. <laughs> um, so then we get to the mom's dead. Oh, wait, a minute. I didn't know mom was dead. Yes, yeah, she died two months ago. That's when you took over, and we have to watch it when we see Mark break down and like, yeah, can't be Steven anymore, or sorry, can't be Mark anymore, and let Steven, and he immediately picks up the phone to call his mom. Yeah, and I love when they get uh, back in the 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 metaphysical world. They reach the gates of Osiris, and when Stephen unfortunately saves him one more time, but falls off. Yeah, and then that's when he all of a sudden goes into the field of reeds. Yeah, because the his death caused the balance in the hearts. Yeah, 
and you know goes to the field of reeds. So then we are on the last episode, Gods and Monsters, and this is where you see Hiro pulling out Mark's body out of the water so he can get mm. the um, statue back. Yeah, and he's breaking the statue. He leaves a scarab on him. Yep, leaves the scarab. Um, Hatter takes out an army quickly. Oh, um, Harrow takes out the army quickly when he's got the full power. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he like hits it, and it's just like the instant judgment. Yeah. Um, and then it's one of my favorite scenes in the show. It's one of the few comedic, like the truly comedic moments when Layla's walking through and the body comes to life. <laughs> and she's oh, like, yeah. What? Well, I I I I, I can take well, over cane people. Is, his cane became an axe, too. It became an axe. I don't think I noticed yeah, that. Yeah, it turned into an axe. Oh, I don't think I noticed that. Yeah. Um yeah, Layla the block, the judging, yeah, and Tawetti talking to her. And they yeah. go to the pyramid, Arthur opens it. Yeah. The other gods are alerted and he basically kills them all. Yeah, gets rid of the gods. Um, I remember when God of uh, Love and Thunder came out, everyone thought that um the butcher was actually gonna go after all the gods and kill the gods. Mm-hmm. Um in this. Uh anyway, uh Conch- Layla frees Conchu. Conchu wants Layla and she's like, No, <laughs> I'm not yeah. doing that. Um Mark decides I'm gonna leave the field of reeds, I'm gonna go get Steven, well, if you leave, you can never come back. And I'm curious how that's going to play out in future episodes and future seasons. Um, But he gets him back. Mark comes back and Layla makes a deal to become a Tahiti. Tahiti. God, I can't do it. Tawetti's um, avatar. Hmm. She gets a sweet costume. Well, and also Khonshu and Ahmed start bickering at each other. Mm -hmm. And we end up getting, it's a dual fight sequence. We get... um, Moon Knight versus Harrow, Kanchu versus Amit. Oh, uh, yeah, you silly old bird. Eventually, no, I, call um, this, I call this the kaiju fight. It is a kaiju fight <laughs> that no That's one will ever it. address. <laughs> um, Mark, I like then Layla's oh, that there. Girl, that little girl calls Layla the first. Are you the first Egyptian superhero? Yeah, <laughs> that was good. I like, um, also Jake there the- takes over again. As I'll say, they're in the middle of that fight, and then all of a sudden, there's the blackout, and Layla's like, "What did you do? What just happened?" Um, yeah, and then um, yeah, the um, Mark is Mark wins, blacks out. Well, they put they put um, prison Amit inside of Arthur. Yeah, they make the we got to bind him. We got to bind him to Haru. Yeah. Um, and then Stephen wakes up. Actually, no, it's Mark that wakes up in Stephen's bed, right? Yeah. Yeah, Mark wakes but up also, and Steven. He doesn't, you know, he makes a choice and he's and Conchu has supposedly released him. Yeah. I love that Mark gets out and doesn't know he's tied down. Slams right into the ground. But they <laughs> also end up back in the asylum first. Oh, yeah. They you're end right. up back in the asylum first. And then it starts bouncing back and forth. Dr. Yeah. Haro becomes confused and realizes that, you know, maybe yeah. he's the delusion, the illusion. Mm-hmm. Then so we get still tied the bed, and this is when we get to the post credit. Yeah, and then we get to the whole um Haro. We're gonna take him back to his room. Oh, I got him, but we never see the person. Wheels him out and um, puts him in a limo. We do see then, a dead nurse. Yep, we see the dead nurse. Puts him in the limo with the license and then S P K T R. The what? License plate. The license plate. Spectre. Oh, I don't think I noticed that. I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that Conchu's in the car, and he Haro can see Conchu. Now, yeah. I don't know if that's because he's bi- bound to Amit or if he can always see Kanchu because he was the avatar. 
but he can see him. Yeah. And then Conch is like, I didn't want Layla. Let me, I wanted Jake. Let me introduce it. And then that, when the window rolls down and Jake just looks through and just pulls the gun. So they never parted ways, basically, is what it is. Yeah. Well, it's, he never parted ways with Jake. He yeah, parted yeah, ways yeah. with Mark and Steven, supposedly. Supposedly. Yeah. I Obviously, that'll have to be rebuked at some point. Yeah. Hopefully, we get a season two. I don't think they've actually officially announced the season two. There are rumors they were starting to film it right before the strike. Mm. So we'll have to see what happens. Um, there's so much cool stuff they can do with uh, Moon Knight. I would love Moon Knight to show up um, and Falcon be very confused. That would yeah. make me very happy. <laughs> All right, so let's um, jump over Captain to America. Hawkeye. Captain America, you're right. Captain America. Um, Hawkeye 2021. Um, it is not an origin story. Thank you. Thank you. This is my favorite set of directors, by the way. It's Bert, Bertie, and Tom uh, Reyes Thomas. Hey, Bert. Literally, <laughs> uh, if you look it up, it is just someone named Bert, no last name. Someone named Bertie, no last name. Uh, Reyes and Thomas. Uh, Reyes Thomas. Uh, Reese Thomas. Sorry, Reese Thomas. Um, writer, um, is Jonathan Igla and staff, composer Christoph Beck and Michael Paraskivas. Um, cast in this, it's some people that we already know. Hawkeye's return. Um, we get Haley Seinfeld as Kate Bishop, Vera Farmiga as Eleanor Bishop, Tony Dalton as Jack Duquince. Du I don't know how you pronounce his last name. Um, Farah Fee as Duquesne. Duquesne, sorry. Farah Fee as Kazi. Um, Alik Cox as Maya, Linda Cardellini, Alakwa, thank you, Alakwa um, Cox as Maya, Linda Cardellini as Laura Barton, Florence Pugh is returning as Elena. When, this is the first time we find out Netflix characters coming over because Vincent D'Onofrio from the Netflix show, which Hello. has not been canon, um, is back as Kingpin. This is why I'm watching the Netflix shows because they're rolling in the characters. And Adam Pascal is in um, for playing in Rogers the Musical. So Eric, um, just for you, real fast, on some um, some Hawkeye stuff. So you're familiar with what Hawkeye looks like, but we're starting to get to this costume. I believe mm-hmm. this was the Jonathan Hickman costume. Um, we got to start seeing Kate Bishop. Um, so there's Kate Bishop um, from one of her runs. Another look at Kate Bishop here. Really cool designs. I'm excited to see. We get there. Um, Kate Bishop has a dog. You might know. Um, a pizza dog. Lucky, lucky. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, pizza dog. Maya, um, it's a fun one. Here's Maya. It's a small image. Sorry, I got some better ones. Uh, that's Maya. Here's another Maya. Um, she is a character from the books. Maya is the current um, owner of the Phoenix Force. She's the Phoenix hmm. um, oh. in the books. Um, she is does have like the weird relationship with Kingpin and just like in the last shot of this show, Eric, um, here's the shot from the books and um, here's the aftermath of that. So are we going to get that? Who knows? Mm, there were two shots. There are two shots. Um, And then, Oh, Kingpin, when we do is see she, him, her name's Maya slash echo. Echo is her superhero name. Right. Um, This is, this is the shirt. So this is the, co- yeah. the cover that the shirt is referencing, mm-hmm. um, which is really cool. Oh. And then um, Mr. J- um, Jack, um, what's his last name? Um, Duquesne. Duquesne. Um, he is Swordmaster in the book. Swordsman. Swordsman, sorry. Swordsman in the book. He trained Hawkeye. Yeah. Hmm. 
Um, and I have, oh, here's this um, Swordsman's first appearance right there. Um, so there he is. And uh, yeah, so he does. He's, he's still got the mustache. Still got the mustache. So it's kind of cool. I do like that in the opening sequence, we go back to 2012. Yes. Um, and the Battle of New York. Yeah. The Battle of New York. So six episodes. I forgot to write down the first episode's name, but the others are Hide it's and Never Seek. Meet Your Heroes. Never, meet, uh, your never heroes. meet Your Heroes. Hide and Seek. Echoes. Partners. Am I right? Ronan. And um, this is Christmas. Um, so as John was saying, yeah, we go straight back into 2012 and we watch the battle. Um, and but from a different perspective now. Different, a yes. creepier perspective. Like, God, that's got to be scary. terrifying. It's scary. Yeah. It's terrifying. She's course, like she sees Hawkeye. Yeah, she becomes like sees... an inspiration for her. Well, Hawkeye saves her life. Her wall. Yes. Yeah, yeah, hole in the wall, which I love like the zipping through, like everything zipping by the windows. Yeah. And then there's the hole in the wall. She sees a Chitari coming at her, and then an arrow saves her. Yeah. And then that's when she looks up and she sees Hawkeye. And it's that scene where he jumps off the building and yeah. uses his arrow to save himself. But now, there is a sequence here where her mother finds her, her dad dies. Yep. And she swears that she's going to train herself to protect her family. Yep. Now, I want to say this. One of the things I really appreciate about this mo- this uh, this whole series, I want to call it a movie, uh, yeah. is that they, they stay true to a certain aesthetic from the Hawkeye run of comics from Matt Fraction and David Aja. Mm-hmm. You've got some images right there from that. Oh, sorry. I think I'd said um, Hickman a minute ago. A fraction no, it's Matt sorry. Fraction. Sorry, it's yeah, Matt Fraction. Sorry. Yeah, it's Matt Fraction and David Aja's comic book. That's who they, and they use it in the credits. Yeah. Yeah. I wish the credits were in every episode. It sucks that they only did it in yeah. the first. Um, I love the credits for this one. And then of uh, course well they they do them in the at the end. The, yeah. The, well the, Kate... the tailing credits. I but it's not Kate... the same. I like the Yeah. I, I like different. the opening. The opening's better. And then I yeah. like the yeah. fact that Kate gets sent home from school because she didn't just break a bell but a clock tower. Which I love <laughs> I love like the whole thing. It's like a weird little thing with the for her friends is a can you do it? But I love the fact that she's using trick arrows. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. making her she's own waiting. trick arrows. Yeah, she's waiting them with the balls and everything. Yeah. Um. And then of course we cut to Hawkeye with his yep. kids seeing Rogers the Mule, and he seems to be having a PTSD moment with yeah. Natasha. And yeah, show. with Natasha. Um. And, and I does, love that he cuts off the hearing aid. So he and of course he hear does it. point out that Ant Man yeah. wasn't there. Yeah. And of course um, we have that. I could do this all day is now a cliche. Yep. Um, which I want to real fast. I want to point out how did they, there's a line. I technically, I think we hear it in the tag, um, the final tag, but when we hear the full number, there's a, where they talk about like, and we're going to get shawarma. How yeah. did the writers of the show know that they shouldn't have known that it's, it's, they're getting they have knowledge that we have as an audience member that they shouldn't have yeah well, i disagree so after the fight they Maybe would have been in a shawarma restaurant right someone could have been there tony stark loves the microphone so why would he have not dropped that into a you know a, a, a random yeah, you could have gotten out like all right i'll 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 allow it right. i'll allow it in the urinal um, there's somebody wrote thanos was right yep mm. thanos was right and that and will later appear on a cup yeah, and you would think that that would be the creepiest thing in there, but no, the guy who nice comes in wanting a <laughs> selfie. Oh, my God, he is. This is right the time. next to him breaking urinal etiquette. Yeah, oh. 
And then we meet Jack and his yep. love of swords. Yep, and something's clearly up, and we and find we out with, that we go to some auction where there's an illegal mm-hmm. auction going on downstairs, and we meet Armand Duquesne, Duquesne, played by Simon Callow. I wish he'd have a bigger part. I love Simon Callow. This is yeah. this is Charles Dickens from Doctor Who. You know, we find course, Kate. Yeah, the, Kate's the, gonna get find on um, the one eyed dog. Yes. Mm-hmm. runs to save him um, when she steals the suit the yeah, rowing well she, suit well, yeah well she finds him first and then she's going to go try to save him later because mm-hmm. she runs into him then goes down to the party because she's investigating and her mom she sees and Armand are having an argument yeah um, the ox, the underground auction we find out is for artifacts from the Avengers compound well there's a lot of illegal artifacts but yes there are ones from the compound including the Ronin outfit the Ronin sword and apparently also a watch yeah, a watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jack really wants that sword. God, yes. He really wants you can't afford that. I will when I marry her. So thirsty for that sword. I will I will inherit the money one day. Yeah. yeah. Uh um, there's a triceratops skull. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I don't think I noticed that. That was yeah. the first item. That's the first item. It goes for like four million dollars, and there's a reminder these are not for public display. Yeah, I knew about them not for public whole, display, like, and everyone chuckles. And then the whole um, thing when the whole uh, trusted bro yeah. group shows up, <laughs> and they're looking for the watch. Oh, the mafia. Yep, Chaksu Mafia looking for the watch. She puts on the suit and starts trying to help people slash save her own skin and get out of there and stop people. She's a very busy girl. It's uh, on oh, the Ronin suit. Before that, I love it's one of my favorite things. It sets up her personality so perfect. The what I thought I was the only one down here. Oh, uh, uh what's his name? Aaron. Oh, yeah. Um Aaron Her said way that to could, BS out of things. Yeah. And then when he because like, what are you doing down here? Oh, I, Aaron told me, like, again, like I'm him. Like, oh, yeah, why you don't even know my name? I quit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Gary. Gary, she Gary. she bluffs her way out of so many situations. She does very well, yeah. But I this that's she, the one that sets it to me. That yeah. sets the tone for her. And the episode wraps up with her taking the dog, feeding it pizza, finding out Armand is dead. Yeah, and then running into the thugs where Hawkeye rescues her. But right before he rescues her, them he's at the hotel with his kids. Yes, and they see on the news yeah. Ronan and the look on his face. Yeah, like oh god, and that's it's found me. Yeah, so then it leads to like, um, she he saves her in the next episode. Mm -hmm. Um, he wants a suit. They go to her apartment. She's so enamored by him. Yes, and he's enamored. He's like twenty. He's like, who are you? Yeah, I love her apartment, which I don't know how she affords in New York. No, no, she says she inherited it. Oh, you're right. She does. Says she inherited because there's no way she could afford that. I know that's what I was thinking. Um, and then like, no, they did you come here? No, no, I mean, yes, I brought the dog, and then like, there's mm-hmm. the tracks, like on cue, there's the tracksuit mafia. And I love yeah. the throwing stuff in, and I love when Hawkeye, like, sp- they throw it, he smashes the window, catches it, and launches it back. Yeah, yeah, it's a great scene. I love it's how an amazing eager shot. Kate is to help out, and Barton is completely not for it. Yes, oh, before that, there's a line I want to call out. When they're going up to the apartment, some would call me the best archer. Like, <laughs> who would who would call you that? Are you one of the people who call it? Yeah. Yeah. But I love that <laughs> she thinks that she's the best archer in the world. And they go um, to Moira Brandon, her aunt's house. Yep. 
and then they go he goes back for the suit and he just perfectly blends in with the firemen i know i, I my note is he's sly just stealing yeah. that firefighter he gear knows his stuff and then i love he's how he finds spy. out he yeah. eventually finds that he finds that new york city larper sticker yep and the firemen took the suit yeah, um, and then they go and he finds out because he's on like basically on TikTok practically. She mentioned, I I think she mentioned something about the being deaf and there's like like how did you get deaf? Yeah. And he's, basically, it's like I I love that it's just like a cut of just like loud explosions, and you're watching yeah. from his history, and it's like oh this is a consequence of being a hero. He's mm-hmm. just a yeah. normal man. I love that he gives her a cleaning wound tutorial. Yes. Yeah. Like very um, basic. Yeah, and of he course, does, he sends his kids he, away, and he promises he'll be home in time for Christmas. I like that he does kind of little moments of training throughout the whole show. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he kind of whether he wants to or not, he's constantly kind of like, oh, "Don't do that, do this." You know? Yeah. Um, I like when it's like, "All right, you stay here. I'm gonna, go, I'll be back." Mm-hmm. Or no, I'm gonna just. He's, I think he's like, "I'm just gonna go with the suit. You stay here." And he goes to the Larper thing, and I love where they're like. No, you can't just walk in there. You gotta, you gotta sign <laughs> yeah. up. And the yeah. like, he's forced. And the battle is amazing. Like, <laughs> gets this realistic <laughs> thing, and he's just like, uh, uh, just casually blocking. And he's like, "Give me the suit. No, give me the suit. I'll give you the suit if you let me kill you. Fine, <laughs> do it. No, you gotta make it look good. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. And, and then, then of course, he ends up surrendering the tracksuit mafia later. He does surrender, but I want. I just want to point. Out, it he makes Grill's day, yeah, he does. that little bit. Grill is so happy, and that will come back later yeah, to, yeah, to help him. So yeah, Clint, we well, all this time, ladies and gentlemen, Clint just needs to get home to his kids for Christmas. Yeah, he's, and so, he's just, on a clock. He is yeah. so tired. He does not want to be doing this at all. Yeah, he's got five days to make it home. Um, we're gonna cut to Kate's gonna go back, and she starts. She's having dinner with her mom and Jack. Clint's and, like the uh, 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 Dante from uh, from Clerks. I'm not even supposed oh, yeah. to be here today. Yeah. <laughs> I like the scene with the dinner with Jack and Kate and the mom. And she starts like egging him on about the fencing because mm-hmm. she knows something's up. And then yeah. she uses that to prove that he's a liar. Like, oh, you're you're off. I shouldn't be winning. And then when she tries to stab him in the face, and he parries so fast, without even looking, he just senses that she's parrying and are attacking, mm-hmm. and he parries. And then she's like, "Oh, I knew it. I knew it. He couldn't have done it." And then mm-hmm. he sits down, and he, he or, sorry, I knew something was up when he's lying. And then he sits down with the butterscotch, and that's the final piece she needs. That right. something is wrong. Mm-hmm. And we can see the detective wheels running in her head because Clint later will be like, you're a good judge of character. Like, you figured this out. Well, then, of course, I love that Clint gets himself captured because he wants to speak to the manager. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, Kate decides she's going to rescue him and then ends up falling through and getting captured. And then, of course, this is where we first meet Maya. Yeah, which I love the, the Maya... End. I love the when the um, the Maya when you first see her because we don't know she's deaf yet, Ooh, but yeah. you like the, she's listening to the music. Guy comes in and she's just like, "Go away." I love that little bit. And then we get the next episode, Echoes, which jumps to two thousand seven. We see her as a little girl. Yep, and she's um, able to read lips to get by. Yep. Um, and she's smart because she figures yeah. out the assignment, and the mm-hmm. teachers at least 
proud that she figured it out or impressed that she figured it out. We see her dad. I love the actor who plays her dad. He is so amazing. I've seen yeah. him in multiple things. Um, I wish he was in more things because he's really he's good. A, he's in Reservation Dogs and he's awesome in it. Yeah, I knew he was in Reservation Dogs. Um, yeah, he's so good. Um, I love the, why didn't you send me to the special school? Like, I, he's clearly like, I just can't afford it, but you'll be better off. You'll be better off going um, this way. Right. Um, we then see her fighting and um, her uncle is there mm-hmm. and touches her shoulder, but we never see, we just see a hand. And we hear a chuckle and you hear that chuckle and you're like, that sounds familiar, but I can't place it. Cause we had no idea yet yeah. what was coming. And then, um, and then we're going to, yep. We cut to Ronan killing your dad. And then now we're back to the um, Kate and them. And this is where Kate uses that bluffing skills. She starts giving relationship advice. No, oh, yeah, to that one guy. To try to get out, which I love also, how that calls back later. Yes. Hawkeye lies and says that Ronan was killed by the Black Widow. And Echo knows he's lying. I thought he was hinting that she, that Black Widow was Ronan. No, I thought he specifically says that she killed him, that he's dead. I know. I thought, but I thought he was basically saying she was Black, she was Ronan and Ronan and she is dead. So Ronan is no, dead. No, I'm pretty sure he implied that she killed him. Okay. Uh, and then um, there's an elaborate fight and escape, and there's a driving oh, sequence. I- well, I love the. Let's take this one. I'm not smashing a 72 Challenger. I know. Smash anyway. <laughs> yeah. uh, then, then the most important thing of this whole episode, the whole show, they play Trans Siberian Orchestra as the car chase music. Uh, I, thought you the the, I thought you were going to say the Pym Arrow. No, I love the Pym Arrow. I just love all the arrows. Nope, don't Pym use that one. Good. Don't use that one. Don't. Use, nope, that's dangerous. Why Too would dangerous. you have the? Why aren't these labeled? <laughs> Yeah. The uh, what I, I love oh. that he's deaf, telling her which ones to shoot. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, the hit the tires with the foam. She's like, that would have been great a minute ago. There's yeah. a lot of I, I labeled this one. There's this... a lot of realism in Hawkeye and a lot of optimism in Kate. Yeah, mm-hmm. this would love... be easier, you know, if we were going the other. If I was facing the other direction, we should be facing the other direction. Uh, <laughs> I love that. I love we're communicating. <laughs> <laughs> I like the uh, fire. When they when they stop, the, the little the look on the girl's face when the car doesn't smash in, but they stop, and then he's like, "Okay, fire this one up," and she's confused, and he fires it up, and it then he launches, and it's the pim arrow which creates the big one, mm-hmm. and then he hands her the other arrows like, "Fire this arrow!" Like it's a what's it's a USB arrow. What's it gonna do? Mm-hmm. It's like just do it and she bl- the bluff she gives before she launches it and it just hits the guy in the chest and just falls mm. <laughs> I love that I love the traction mafia. I love that when yeah. they're discussing afterwards that he has a branding issue yes and she he draws a, br- a comic book version of his costume too yep well you get the um, almost identical comic yeah. I know I know it. and then um, of course he makes the whole point that he's not a role model yep but she now he does he calls him on it though. She does call him on it, and this whole time, um, he he admits that she is one of the world's greatest archers. Mm-hmm. After this little bit, um, he admits it. But then we get the most heartbreaking scene of this whole show when he's got the, the hearing aids gone. They're back at the, um, the aunt's house, and the phone rings, and it's his son, and oh, his son's yeah. just bored. And he can't hear, and yeah. she's responding. Yeah, and it, it's 
it's a loving moment that seals them as a per, like a quasi parental um unit like mm-hmm. she's basically he's basically an adopted father in a way a role model yeah but then you're we have to witness i mean we've witnessed the deafness but we have to witness what this does to a person yeah. being a superhero and like he can't be there to help his kid or to talk to his kid um and she has to write down so that he can do it and it's just it's so heartbreaking um to watch um and then he gets ambushed by jack yep gets ambushed by at the, apar- uh, at the apartment yep and then of course and they then, meet jack and kate's mom eleanor in the yeah next episode. i i love the um it's an interesting the, clip, episode cliffhanger for that one yeah i love like when they're having like their conversation and she's like yeah you stay away from my daughter yeah like, i understand i understand he drops um, Natasha on him. Like she totally guilts him. Oh yeah. Um, I love that one of the um, the lines that comes up. Oh, sorry, but right before one of my favorite lines, we Laura calls about is the watch missing? Yeah. Um, so we start it's another clue, something's up with this watch. Um, something's going on with it. But then we get one of my favorite things. Have you ever thought about making a boomerang arrow? Well, why would I do that so it would come back and kill me? <laughs> Like, I love I love the boomerang thing. I love how he tries um, to blow her off to save her, even yeah. though they had their own little Christmas thing together. Mm-hmm. And I um, love that when he goes to speak to the memorial and speaking to Natasha, they play the music from Boromir. Yep, in game. Um, I do like the bonding scene, the whole bonding little party. I just want to point out, I do like it because he's she's going to learn a new trick that will come out later. Mm-hmm. Um, how to flip a coin, um, correctly. Flick it, yeah, flick it. Um, this is also right on the episode it. where she finds out he's Ronan. Yeah, she puts oh, it together. Yeah, she puts it together, Ronan. But we also learned that he—we—it's never been said before, but we had—we always thought this, but we confirmed that he was when he met Nat, he was sent to kill her. Yes, and then he couldn't. So we finally learned that yeah. little bit. We're getting the um, other end of the line from Black Widow here. Yep. And then she even talks about later. Um, um, Kate's going to talk about like, oh, like blipping away from your family must have been, or your family blipping away must have been horrible. It's like, well, we do what we got to do to survive. Um, we go back to the LARPers. LARPers are having a party, but they got the arrows. They do got the arrows, and they decide to make a suit. Also, the um, Rolex is still tracking, and they end up tracking it to to Maya's apartment, apartment. which I love. Why are we higher up? Because when you need a quick exit. Mm-hmm. want to have a better way um and then i love like she just goes like why did you do that she's i love that she's just honest and throws down the truth logic of like wouldn't you rather me go and you watch out <laughs> like do you want me watching out for you and then when the fight happens now when the when the lights Maya go versus off, kate and then it's clint versus yelena yeah when the lights well black widow at first yes. then when the lights go off well, the flashing, did you realize that that was Maya's house? Because I did not originally. Yeah, well, yeah. it made sense. The light the, those those are those are hearing impaired. That's a that's a that is the kind of alarm systems they put in handicapped rooms. Right. And like, I, and I, I get it. I just those before that's how I figured out. That's why I was like, oh, shit, yeah. he is in though. She is in the wrong place. Yeah. And I love like Maya is here and. Then she's like technically like I know Maya's here. He's like, oh, I'm fighting her. Yeah, no, you're not. I'm fighting her. And then we see it's the widow, and they they slowly reveal it's a widow. 
Because at first it's just someone in a suit, and then you get the um the the stun. Yeah, the stun and then is. she's wearing a splinter cell like helm like mask. Yeah. Um, and then we eventually um, I had had to be night vision. Well, it is night vision because when the blinding arrow goes off, that's when yeah. she has to mm, rip yeah, it, off. it off. That's right. I love when she throws Kate Bishop off mm-hmm. the building, and then. Hawkeye's freaking out, and then there she is stuck there. Mm-hmm. And so she was saved. And then, yes, she rips off the mask, and it's Yelena. Um, this is when he eventually ends up sending her home. He he taps her out. Because that was the moment it got real. Not yeah. just that it was a Black Widow, but it's that you almost died. Well, Natasha, remember, did that to Clint, put the yeah. thing on him and, and did the, the thing. So Yeah. The, well, the cable and hook then or whatever. When we roll into the next episode, we get to find out what the blip was like for Yelena, which was horrible. Mm, yeah, yeah, it is terrifying. It's horrifying. Like not just the the confusion mm-hmm. of you you're you go into a room and then it's five years later, but when she goes, we actually see when she comes back, the wallpaper melts and dissolves away and becomes the new mm-hmm. wallpaper. And it's like the movie Silent Hill. I mean oh, it's yeah horrifying and then she goes out there when did she get her vest back or is that a different vest it has to be a different vest because she gave the vest to natasha and i think natasha's wearing it when she um dies all right that's just one i had it's a question i wrote down i i I assume she just bought a new one and of course she wants to find natasha yep and then we jump to so that was 2018 so we jumped to five years later um her oh her I wanted to put her first worry when she comes back is her sister. Where's my yeah, sister? Yeah, I gotta help Natasha. Yeah, um, and then she finds and she out. almost feels it. You can tell she almost feels like oh that's like, something's it's, wrong. It's, yeah, it's concern more than just like anxiety. Yeah, she's you know? panicking. Yeah. It's panic. Mm-hmm. And then of course then, Kate comes home to her mom because Hawkeye sent her home. Yeah, um, and then it's like go get some, go get your stuff out of your place. So she goes back, and I love when she walks in, <laughs> and then you just hear. Hi. Hi. <laughs> okay, I wrote this down that Kate and Yelena are absolutely adorable. Yes, I, Stein, I Haley Steinfeld and um Lawrence Pugh's interactions are just mwah, just amazing. I have a feeling we will be getting more of the two of them together. There's I no way so. they won't give us or more. She made macaroni and then when she realized Kate was done, she put hot sauce all over it. Well, I remember. I love like I made macaroni. Let me get you a fork. You only have one fork. One yeah. one person. You're you're weird. Um, I, <laughs> I do love the mac. I actually tried that the hot sauce and the mac and cheese after I watched this episode originally. Right. Um, actually, good choice. Good choice. Okay. I approve of Yelena's uh, stuff. Um, weird. I do also like that Yelena just wants to like. It's like oh, I'm on a tour. I want to do this all the stuff. Uh, oh, I also like the. I if I wanted you dead, you would have been dead. Yeah, I would have been dead when I walked through the room. But I'm not going to kill you. I don't have any weapons on me. That's not true. I don't have any weapons in my hand. That's not true. (laughs) The she's so perfectly cast. This is when they drop the line about the new and improved Statue of Liberty. Yes, we get the new and improved Statue of Liberty. Go see. Yep. Um, And then when she leaves, she's like, "If I see you again, I'll take you out." Yeah, and she's she's like, "Thank you for." Thank you for the girls' night. Yeah, um, which she is just him for Natasha's time. death. Yep. Uh, we get more of like it's just how this takes a toll on you, and then we get to Hawkeye wants to go meet with Maya, and he spares her um, after a little oh, bit of a yeah. fight. 
but well, he, he basically he basically wants to scare the shit out of her. Yes, and he reveals yes your the big boss wanted your dad dead, uh-huh. my informant, and then she starts to put two and two together. Yeah, of who the, the informant was trust there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then while that's going, this is a whole episode of truth bombs because as we find out that then when Kate is having the conversation with Clint and she gets the text message from Yolanda, like I found out who hired me, it was your mom. And then we see the mm-hmm. clip of her mom talking to Kingpin. Mm-hmm. And yep. then the whole show we've had, like, you don't want this one person to get involved, the big boss. And then Clint's like, that's who I was worried about. Mm-hmm. And then I had a question after this. Yolanda says Kate's mom hires her. Yes. But I thought Val hired her or did Kate's mom. Val might be the middle person. I think Val is the middle person. Okay. I think Val is is serving as kind of like a rep for Yelena. Because she's not really a Black Widow. She is a Black Widow, but she's not with the Black Widows. Well, because they're not Black Widows anymore. There are no Black Widows technically anymore at this point. Exactly. Um, so we go to this is Christmas, um, and we finally and, get introduced to Mister Fisk. Yep, I wrote that he's wearing the suit. Like the first time we see him, he's wearing the suit. He's wearing the classic mm-hmm. suit. He's actually got the cane. Um, finally, which he didn't have in the Netflix and show. We find out King. why Eleanor is working for him. Yep, because she owes him money. Yep, she she killed Armand, and I she do. framed Jack. Yep, and I love that she's like. I've given you, I've made you more than enough money. I want out. And then when, yeah. And then when King, and then when Clint hears that, he's like, yeah, he's not going to take this well. (laughs) He's not going to take this well. Um, So we start to get out. It's like time to go to the party. And so we find out that the LARPers are helping them. Yeah. And um, there, I love skipping ahead. Like the party, like remember when, remember when he lets Maya go clear her head, he knows she's leaving. Oh yeah, he knows yeah. that she's betrayed, and she sends Kazi. Mm-hmm. You know they're gonna have to deal with her, and he's gonna send Kazi and the men to remind everybody why they're afraid of him. That's why they show up at the party. Yeah, yeah. Um, before they go to the party, I should point out we had montage of making arrows. Yes, and and Kate labeling every arrow, which is great. Um, we get to the party, and we get to see Yolanda in the amazing green dress. Um, and I like when they're when they're in the elevator. And like the whole like stop making me like you, <laughs> and the yeah. fight, and like when the suit the cos uh, Kate's clothes get ripped and she's got the costume. I was like, did you plan that? No, uh, like all of it. Like this was fine. Like all of it's just so great. And then, um, well, there's a Clint's real moment here where, where Kate tells Clint about when she first saw him and admiring him. Yeah, like there's you a are a hero. Anyone can be a hero. Mm-hmm. Um, everything goes to hell at the party. Um, everyone's getting out. The LARPers are helping people get out. They're like, it's time. Let's do it. Put on the suits. They, they're they helping people get out. Um, <laughs> Jack even starts helping people because he was at the party with a sword and we see him using his sword. I do like um, that they put on their um, their LARP suits to become more official looking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because Stand they out. look more like, you know, like a superhero century at that yeah. point. By the way, there's a moment when Clint and Kazi are fighting where he totally suplexes him. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, before um, he ends up in the tree with the baby owl. Yeah, yeah. I love the tree. Oh. Where are you? I'm in the tree. What tree? The tree. Uh, I like the when they get. So oh, they all, the way, we all got our. By suits the way, I want to point this out. The NYPD response time is atrocious. Yes, 
Well, absolutely. <laughs> the president yeah, this was going, this is this is going on at 30 Rock, folks. The president was in town. They 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 were busy. I guess president was in town. Um, I love the ice skate rink um scene. Yes. Like when like mm-hmm. all the arrows and like the pim arrow with the car the shrinking the truck it and down. The owl gets it. The owl takes it. <laughs> um just I'll all have to the ask Scott. Bits. He says, How do we how do we undo that? I think I'll have to ask Scott about it. <laughs> yeah. So we know who's um, giving it to him. Yeah. Um, every it's just it's such a cool thing. Um, they're doing that. Kingpin is with uh Eleanor, and we see how strong he is in this because he rips the car door He's off. Superhuman almost. Yeah. Like I love the fact that uh Echo and Maya unfortunately ends up killing Kazi. Well, Kazi deserved it. Kazi uh, no. got her her dad. Well, died. he also didn't he could he knew he couldn't leave. Yeah. Um, I wrote down that Fisk is basically superhuman. Well, he is in the books too, though, because if you remember mm-hmm. in the books, he's 99% muscle. Yes. Hmm. So he is just pure muscle. I feel I don't feel they made him super, super strong. I feel that they ramped him up to where he should be in the books. If he lifted the car, I would be like, okay, something's wrong. Um, but ripping the car door off, I can yeah. I can at least buy it. Um, I, I do like the Kate versus Kingpin fight. I like like the shooting with the arrows and pull them out. Um mm. Throwing I like that her, her mom, around. I like her mom hits her, hits him with the car. Yeah. Goes in. Um all, all of like him breaking the arrows and oh, throwing yeah. them on. And then this is where we get the callback. Why I wanted to mention the flicking of the coin, because she manages mm-hmm. to flick it right and activate all the arrows. Yeah. To take him out to blow him up. Yeah. Um of course we do we will see that he's vanished at the end from that scene. Yeah. But I um, do like Kate, the fact that Natasha, I'm sorry, Yelena and Clint have that moment. Yeah, as I was gonna say, they the they, they do out. the they do the talking, and it's the whistle that ends up getting get up saving the day. It's the Martha moment. Mm-hmm. Is how did you know yeah. that? Oh, she taught me that. Um, and they're both just grieving over Nat, and it ends up saving both of their lives. He doesn't have mm-hmm. to kill her; she doesn't have to kill him. And of course, Fisk is very likely. I'm assuming in a coma. I don't think he's dead, considering where we're gonna see. We definitely gonna see him again. Well, but, I mean, but, I'm, but Maya does shoot him. Yeah, Maya shoots him, but we do get the camera pan up. Yes, we don't so know where or anything how. could have happened. He could have grabbed the gun. Like mm-hmm. it is so many different possibilities, but most likely it's gonna be like in the comics when she shoots him. Um mm-hmm. and he's blind for a bit. Um I know he won't be for long because there are there were shots on the set from Daredevil and you see him as normal fisk. Yeah. So whatever is gonna happen, it won't be for long. Um, the LARPers try and recruit Jack, which is yeah. great. Have you ever heard of LARPing? No, what is that? <laughs> it's like a guild. <laughs> I really want to see, and if they ever do another season, I want to see Jack in his full swordsman outfit yeah. as a LARPer. I like the um, fact that that I like the fact that Kate was willing to turn her mom in, even though her mom tries to talk her out of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought that was impressive. Um, I think that goes back to like, um, Clint's speech to her earlier in the episode. I think it's that episode, maybe the one before, where mm-hmm. he's basically saying, You're gonna have to make hard choices. You're gonna have to do things yeah. that suck. Yeah. You're gonna have to you can't go to holidays. You're gonna, you know, this is yeah. you wanna be a hero, it, you, you're gonna hate it, basically. Yeah. Um, at the very end, we get to see Clint makes it home for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Kate's Kate. there, uh, which is a great little thing. Um, he, um Hawkeye Clint gives Laura the watch. Look what I got. She opens logo. up. It's a shield watch and it's Agent 49's watch. Mm, yep. And um 
I believe Agent 49 in the books is Mockingbird. Which um, Hawkeye marries... Agent um, 19, not 49. Are you sure? I thought it was um, 49. No, 19. It's one nine. Or I thought it said I-9 at first. Uh, oh, you are right. And, and um, Agent 19 is Bobby Morris. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, Laura should be Bobby Morris as um as Mockingbird, which would be which would be great if we ever get to learn if they actually further go down that right. Yeah. Um. Then that's the end. That oh, then it's the Kate come with me and they burn the suit. Which I have to ask, why did he think that's gonna work? The suit was in a building fire. I don't know. And survived. Um. And then she, he's like, I got an, I got name ideas. How about Hot Girl? How about blah, 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 blah. Like, no, these are horrible. And they cut uh, to Lady uh, Hawk and before they cut to... Okay. Yeah. And then um, we get the tag. And I believe it's the longest tag of any MCU property, any MCU thing. And it's the full number from Rogers the Musical. And yeah. we get to see it. It was enough that John bought tickets to Disneyland to go see Rogers the Musical 13 times. He <laughs> loved it Actually, so it's much. the part where I didn't watch it because I knew it was coming and I turned the show off. Oh, it's so much fun. Uh, you're no fun. You're no fun. Um, so taste. I I am hoping that. So in the books, Hawkeye is part of Thunderbolts. I kind of want him to be there a little bit, and I'm sure he'll probably be involved to some degree. I actually want, instead of him being like a leader of Thunderbolts, I want Hawkeye to actually be on Young Avengers when they get around to the Young Avengers thing, and I want him to be their trainer. They still go out. Kate can lead the show or lead the team, but they go out or he helps them. So that's what I would love. Yeah. All right. Eric, give us a quick library real fast. Um, you got you got two minutes. Two minutes. Well, that's not enough time to speak about this library because this library is two libraries in one. Um, that's right. It's the first time I actually kind of taken this on, uh, though. I've kind of run across this in some of my uh, trying to finds before. Uh, but this one ties into Hawkeye. I'll just go ahead and say it up front. And to the actress, uh, Ala, uh, I said it earlier, I think, but Alakwa uh, Cox, I believe is how you would pronounce it. She is the one who plays Echo or Maya. Uh, fun fact, this is her first role ever. Uh, since, sorry, before this, she played a background actor in her high school play. Um, now, Alakwa uh, comes from, uh, oh, help me here. Forgive me in advance, but from the Minnow Mino Mini uh, public uh, air res- reservation in Wisconsin. Um, and so I found the library that I think would have been most local to her or would be most local to her, which is the S. Verna Fowler Academic Library and Menominee Public Library. Now, I say this is a first for me because I've run across academic libraries before, uh, but these two actually share the space, so I thought it was a little bit valid versus just finding kind of a collegiate uh, library. Uh, so this is located, I, I picked the Kashina, uh, um, pardon me again for all of the mispronunciations of this uh, town in Wisconsin. Uh, this zip code, for those of you paying attention at home, uh, 54135. Uh, so the S. Verna Fowler Academic Library slash uh, Menominee um, Public Library is a joint venture, as I mentioned, between the College of Menominee uh, Nation, the Menominee Tribe, and the Menominee County. 
Uh, through this partnership, the library provides a variety of programs, services to meet the needs of the various populations represented by each of those uh, groups, um, while also serving people from neighboring communities, though, you know, mostly kind of that area. They are kind of right towards the very bottom of that county, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so the um, uh, College of Menominee Nation, or CMN, if I can just quickly abbreviate, uh, the, the Academic Library Building opened in 2008, and it was renamed in 2012 uh, by the college's board of trustees in honor of S. Verna Fowler, uh, who was a PhD and CMN's founding president. Uh, she served from 1992 until her retirement in 2016. Um, so since merging with the public library in 2012, uh, a youth area has been developed um, and it provides obviously services, engaging and specialty programming. Um, the building displays a variety of original art and artifacts on native themes um, in public areas, such as the meeting rooms. Uh, the facilities, uh, specials collection archive provides a valuable scholarly resource, um, includes original copies of unique documents and other records uh, relating to the tribal and, and regional history of that area. So this one actually has one of the most um, shortened of the schedules of, of any of our libraries yet. It is closed Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, um, and it is only available 9 to 6, uh, Monday through Thursday. So it is available 9 to 6, all of those days, but uh, only on Monday through Thursday. Uh, so the College of Menominee Nation, as I mentioned, I chose a Kashina uh, one. I believe there's another one here. <clears throat> um, so it is it is a tribal land-grant college. Uh chartered uh, by the Menominee people. Uh, the college's main campus is the Kashina, uh, Wisconsin one, uh, with a second location, obviously, sorry, as I mentioned, um, in the metro uh, in Green Bay. So that's for you, John. Uh, not far from the tribal lands of the uh, Oneida Nation of Wisconsin, uh, Green Bay, that is. Uh, so that's kind of, sorry for, for the, all the mispronunciations and stumbles there. It was a tough one. Uh, but long story short, the S. Verna Fowler Academic Library and Menominee Public Library uh, would be a great place to stop in, uh, check out that whole uh, kind of campus um, and, and the library, see some of the services, see some of the records, uh, see some of the artwork. Uh, and that would be in Kashina, Wisconsin, the uh, S. Verna Fowler Academic Library and the public library of the Menominee Tribe. Awesome. Thank you, Eric. You're welcome. Thank you. <clears throat> All right. So last thing we got, ladies and gentlemen, we Eternals 2022. Um, Chloe Zhou as um, the director and the writer, composer Ramin Dijwadi. Um, cast, there's a whole bunch of people in this that they introduce a lot of characters, but some of the um, the main ones we got uh, Jimma Chan as Cersei, who was actually in Guardians 2, I believe. Um, Richard Madden as Icarus, Angelina Jolie as Thena, Sam Selma Hayek as Ajax, Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones as Dane Whitman, Kamal Nunjani as Kingo. Leah McHugh as Sprite, Brian Tyree Henry as Fastos, Lauren Ridoff as um, Makri, um, Barry Kilgan Keegan um, as Druig, Madong Sikh as Gilgamesh, Harish Patel as Karun Patel, Bill Skarsgård as Crow, which I didn't realize that that was Bill Skarsgård until I looked this up. That's the that's A, the guy who's kind of like the deviant, right? yeah. Yeah, the deviant. Um, yeah, this guy, I don't know if he's going anywhere. Um, he's he's got a weird name, Harry Styles. Um, he's mm. Eros. No. Um, Patton Oswald as Pip the Troll and uh, David Kai 
um, as Iris Shum and Mahershala Ali as a voice that we randomly hear, but it's belayed. Um, so, Eric, just so you know, <laughs> I'm going to go through these pretty, pretty quick. Uh-huh. Um, the Eternals. I'm not going to go through all their pictures. Um, where's the good shot? Okay, so here's a shot of the Eternals as a team. This is a more recent um, version of the Eternals. But I do have this one that just gives you a quick little look at the different characters. So Icarus, Cersei, Sprite, Fastos, um, Kingo, yep, Athena. Um, so there they are. There's our Eternals. Um, very Kirby designs originally. They're actually the costumes that you see in the movie are very inspired by those. The other character I want to show off in this is here is Dane Whitman's character. Um, he becomes the Black Knight once he gets the Ebony Blade. So mm. we could eventually get that maybe one day. It's quite um, the outfit. It is. These are the deviants. This is what the deviants look like in the books. Um, I would also like to point out there is a certain deviant um that we've already met um a certain thanos who is a deviant technically he's uh, in the comics huh technically he's also they they label him as an basically they're referencing him as an eternal yeah they, true, he's he gets very confused but they're obviously not going to reference him as a as a deviant in this they don't need to no. um and then oh this is um arisham right here this red one that's arisham with the other celestials um, so they did a little bit of tweaks, but he still they still look pretty cool. Um, this is Eros. So maybe we'll see Harry Styles like that one day. Um, he was kind of getting there. He was. Sorry, I just heard a weird noise. Um, this is Pip the Troll, um, which we kind of got to see. Oh, here's a, here's a good one. Maybe we'll see Pip the Troll like this one day. <laughs> uh, and then I think that is all of them. Oh, here's a better picture of... of uh, the Black Knight, just so we can at least end on a better shot of him for you. Hmm. All right. So this movie is not as long as I remembered it being. <laughs> it is still a long <laughs> movie. Um, I tried not to go too crazy with notes. Most of my notes are just on the time periods that they jump to. But it starts off in a different way than most Marvel movies, because it starts off with us reading for once. And we find out the Airstrom is a celestial. He sent the Eternals the Prime the Celestial. Prime Celestial. Uh, he sent the Eternals from the planet Olympia um, to eliminate the Deviants. And then we cut to them suiting up. And I love how their suits um, look uh, so Kirby-influenced. And I love it. I love the colors that they use. Well, they like arrive the on circles. Earth. A lot, the circles and the energy beams are all very Kirby-esque. Yeah. Um, it looks so so good. Oh, they did gender swap, um, Eric, just so you know, um, Ajax. Ajax in the books is a guy um so they did gender swap him which is right. cool right. and ajax um, here is the is the prime celestial yeah of course icarus, ajax Sergi, cersei kingo icarus sprite fastos makari druid gilgamesh and thena yeah and, and here's I love what the, i love kingo the line. looks like i love the line when cersei looks upon earth and says it's beautiful and she turns to icarus and all he says is his name yeah that just to me, looking back on it now, says so much mm-hmm. about the difference between the two fit characters. Oh yeah, um, we jump to the earliest 5, point in any um, Marvel thing. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it's not actually the er, yes, the earliest point five thousand BC Mesopotamia. Yep, uh, they get out there and we watch them save the day, mm-hmm. and it's a cool. It's a cool scene. I actually really like this fight. I like 
I love how like the weapons appear and how they look and they stick to the style. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really cool. I love that Marvel has once again does super speed very well with characters. Um, whereas DC cannot seem to get super speed right. Yeah. I love that they Dolly also displays his powers. Like you can tell that they're broken into groups of fighters and others. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's a lot of moments the where they use magic in a way that or or kind of powers that remind me a lot of kind of the strange sort of world of powers. It well, is like their their magic is like technology almost. It's like the way Thor talked about it in the first Thor movie. Yeah. What you call what we call magic, we call science. What you we call magic, you call science. It well, I mean, technically, it would it would technically be science because they're all. I mean. Spoilers to later in the movie, but yeah. they're all basically robots. Mm-hmm. So it, w- it would be, but and they are filled with, and I think this is an important thing. They are filled with um, cosmic power or cosmic yes. um, energy. If how do they? What's the actual phrase they say? I, th- I wrote it down Celestial somewhere. Um, energy? No, it's the, it's um, it's how it's the same thing. Um, Silver Surfer is full of and Galactus. Cosmic energy. Uh, it's they might just say cosmic power. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever it is, it's the same. They, they use the same phrase that. Sorry, do you hear that? Yeah, um, I do. what is that? That would be a motorcycle riding down uh, the street. Hey guys, um, power cosmic. Um, oh, so they're filled yeah. with the same thing that Galactus runs on, which is another hint that Galactus could be out there. Mm. Uh, I love that they start playing Pink Floyd's Time. Yeah, they do. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and that's I like when we go to the Marvel fanfare before coming to modern London. But I want I do like the the last thing on that shot is she picks up the arrowhead yeah. and she transmutes it mm-hmm. into that. And then when we come out of the Marvel logo, there's the same air the same dagger now, mm-hmm. and it's on display at the museum she's at. Noting also, the start of civilization, Cer- right? Isn't yeah. that what it says? Cersei yeah. obviously, by the way, has a phone problem. A phone problem? Wait a minute. Yeah, she tries to get on Instagram and post the photo before realizing oh. she's late. Yeah, yeah. It says hide the statue of Charles Darwin. Who she well, she Charlie. does also. She will hint at that later too with Sprite. Oh, I know. No, that's um, she gets called out by Icarus later. Yeah. But then she comes um, into a room where Dane is talking, covering for her in a lecture. Yeah, doing poetry. Um, and we're in. It does say present day, so we're twenty twenty three, because that would have to be the most present, because you can't be our true present, because we're in the past. The them see stupid timeline she's giving a lecture about apex predators which i think is very telling yep then we i like the i'll see you later tonight and all the kids are like ooh. and then they have an we earthquake have, yeah we have the earthquake and then we cut to the party with one of my favorite lines of this where dane thinks that circe is a wizard are you yes. a wizard like dr strange <laughs> and he, no. she finds that ring she got that ring for him which is his family crest from like the middle ages yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think she got it from that or she had it <laughs> because she knew the family? I don't know. I guess that's Ooh. something we'll have to wait to hear about. Yeah. I bet um, she we knows, do. If, she's not, if not, she knows somebody who probably had it. Oh, yeah. We do get to see the first little bit with Sprite that's going to be Sprite's motivations later mm-hmm. of when she's trying to flirt with the guy. Yeah. And then when he realizes something's wrong, she runs away because she can never be with someone. Stuck with um, a child. Yep. So then we're doing the walking around. And I love that like Dane starts to be like, oh, well, you know, Sprite told Sprite's me this. You told him stories. That. Yeah. Which is her whole MO. Yeah. It's just telling stories. And, and then being of course the deviant attacks. Home. Yeah, they're being stalked on the way home. 
and then she has she reveals that she is a wizard um and she uses her powers <laughs> yeah uh, and it's it's a really cool thing i like the little scene i love that when sprite makes all the um the different images for the deviant they get confused mm-hmm. and i like that all of us like my note is and it's funny that i wrote the note this way because i forgot these lines come up later but when the deviant's about to attack about to get them and icarus flies in and takes out the deviant and my note is just like superman i mean yep. icarus yeah i know because i forgot that, that later, later there's going to be a lot that of dc later. references mm-hmm. and then that and then uh, the bus that's one of my favorite scenes of this visually one of my favorite scenes of this movie when that bus flips up and she runs up and touches it and it just turns into the rose petals and, and then when they Dane... on earth that's the whole thing though is that they're now yeah. stuck on earth I love that they basically adhere to their own version of the prime directive. They do. The why didn't the non-interference? Yeah, why didn't you stop? Why didn't you stop Thanos? Yes. We were instructed not to interfere. Interfere. Unless, it, unless it's deviance involved. And then I love that, yep. that she had to tell Icarus has to be told that apparently, well, Dane gets told that Sprite made up the legend of Icarus in Athens in the fifth century. Yeah. And then and he then goes we, back. To Mesopotamia, so, yeah, five seventy-five. Um, ba- actually, Babylon. We go to Babylon yeah, well, yeah, first. Sorry, well, that's in Mesopotamia. We're in Babylon, yeah. and it's the Hanging Gardens, and their ship yeah. is underneath. Yeah, and then we learn that that is all. That's their that's their base. That their things underneath, and then we start to see more, more of like the cliques within with um, Druig and um, I can't pronounce the character's name. Um, the, the fast one, Makari. Thank you. Druig and Makari are a pair. Thena mm-hmm. and Gilgamesh are a pair. Mm-hmm. Like Sprite and Kingo, but then Sprite's gonna move away and like do her own thing. Like that we start to see all those little clicks um that are there. Oh, and I I love the this becomes a big point. I just want to point out when um Fastos is trying to like I got this idea and he's mm-hmm. like whipping up this cool tech and she's like, you know. No, yeah, it like needs to be dumbed down, and he's like, "Plow, plow." What's it do? It's called that because it plows. <laughs> Mandy has to wait. Yep. I also um, love that we... Gilgamesh's story is being told by Sprite to the people. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And Makari um, can sense vibranium. That comes up in here too. Does she? I thought she said I can sense vibrations. I thought it said vibranium. Maybe I'm. I, I thought she was saying I can sense vibrations. I and I can sense you talking. Okay. Um, and of course, Icarus. And but she Cersei, should be able to sense vibranium because it would be vibrant. I love that Icarus and Cersei fall in love, and we have sigs. Yeah, they hook Wait. up. We get <laughs> the and MCU's... in 400 AD India. They get married finally. Rachel pointed out, by the way, up until this point, for most of like the film, we don't think that Angelina Jolie shot most of these scenes with the other people in the room. Really? Like she is yeah, edited in a way that is. She is never in a joint scene other than um, the guy well, she who is plays later. her kind of husband, so to speak. Mm-hmm. She is later. She is maybe later, that, but even first. still, like she's she plays very few scenes where it's clear that she is filmed on set with the other people. Or she's there. Maybe. Um, I want to point out that when we watch Icarus and Cersei hook up, this is Marvel's first sex scene. Yes. So then we jump to the 400 it so uh, AD. <laughs> it so does. Married. Um, yep. Um, it it Gupta, feels unnecessary. The Gupta That's Empire. Um, Ajax is dead, we learn. Yeah, we got um, her. A deviant home. killed her and mm-hmm. took her powers. Um, 
Ashram they is now choosing they noticed Cersei. That in London. Yeah, they noticed that his powers. Um, Ashram chooses Cersei, but we really it's um Ajax had chosen Cersei. Yeah. Um we jump to fifteen twenty one. No, Arisham tells her it's almost time. Yes, tells her it's almost time. Gives her a cryptic message, and she's unable to communicate after that because Mm -hmm. she has problems. And then we go to fifteen twenty one. Yeah, follow the Aztecs. And is it? It's Teotihuacan. And then Mm -hmm. I wonder, did they ever run into Namor? I wonder. They may have missed him. It's possible. Um, we learned that something is wrong with Thena at this point because yes. she starts attacking people. The Mad Weir. The Mad, the Mad Weir. Weir, which is essentially their version of dementia, if we want to put it into mm. things we can all relate to. Um, Ajax starts to help her come out of it, but then it doesn't work. Um, she ends up stabbing him. Um, and I wrote, her sword is so cool because it's a lot of shots of her sword. Yeah. Um, Ajax is like... supposedly the last deviants they're killing here too. Yeah. This is also... When we start to really learn something's up because Ajax is like, let's take you back to the ship. We'll talk to Ashram. And then they're like, no, you're just going to wipe her mind. You're going to wipe her mind, which is the first clue that that can happen. Mm-hmm. And we can start her to mi- see what's I going on. Her mind is fracturing under the weight of memories. Yep. Um, then the this is what's going to ultimately split up the team. This splinters yes. the team. All of them are like, well, I want to do this. Well, I'm going to do that. Druig doesn't want to turn his back anymore. Right. And he basically goes out to stop everything because he says mm-hmm. it's not a war, it's genocide. Yep. And so he breaks. Then they question the mission. Yeah. And then after that, Gilgamesh takes Thena mm-hmm. so that it won't erase her memory. Yep. I'll protect her. Well, she's going to, you're going to have to kill her one day. I'll deal with yeah, that when and, I get there. And Ajax basically sets them all free. Yep. Um, and then we cut over to Kingo doing um, his Bollywood dance, which is multi- just amazing. He's living a multi-generational dynasty. I know. It's amazing. <laughs> I, this is... Oh, and, oh, like, and, he, oh, and he's in the middle of production of The Legend of Icarus. Yeah, yeah it's my friends cover, from college. My friends from college. Then, yeah, we're doing... Um, this is The Legend of Icarus. I'm playing you. Oh, yeah, <laughs> by the way, Kareem, I got BTS to do a cameo. Kareem is awesome. I yes. love him. I love that he, uh, thought, he, he thought Kingo was a vampire. Yeah, I've apologized. Not enough, but you're almost there. Uh, I love, there's a great little interview um, with um, Kamal. Oh, God, it was right before this came out. And they, they're talking about, like, doing the movie. He was excited. It was like, the diet. The diet was killer. Like, I didn't like it. My wife really liked how I looked. But, man, this diet's awful. I just wanted to eat a donut. Um, I love, yeah, he pretends to do it. Um, he's filming a documentary, which is just hilarious that they just run with that bit for a while. And we go they to Australia. The, they make the Batman reference. Yep. Well, Alfred. it's right after. It's right after because they get to Australia and they see Thena mm-hmm. and Gilgamesh. And then when they're talking to Gilgamesh, I'm his valet. Oh, like Alfred and Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have dinner. And I just love the whole dinner sequence. The dinner thing is so well, funny. Remember, Athena is triggered. She's having memories of a place called Centauri 6. Yep. Having her uh, memories. This is Athena, Eric, just so you can uh, see. Here. I'll try to switch to the characters as we're talking about the different characters. I'll try to switch up to them. Um, I also, love it. When, they, when they're talking about the brew, there's a reference to Laufey's army. Oh, I don't think I heard the caught the yeah, and then he talks about brewing for the warriors of Troy. Yeah, because he goes, "This, this is the wine that we brewed for the warriors of Troy," which yeah, I was like, "That's kind of cool." That he, 
that you kept that for so long. I also like the fact um, they had that whole talk about who can be the new leader of the Avengers. I know, which definitely puts this after Endgame. It's like yes, the only yeah. true thing is like who's gonna no, who's gonna lead after no, Tony Ajax and Steve are gone. Will, Ajax will make a reference to. Oh, you're right. There, there will be another. Ajax one, right. will very specifically make a reference. Yeah. When Icarus but this at least later. we know this one's vague enough that it can be any time after. Yeah. The only problem is we just know that there's not another Avengers team that's taken place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then of course we have Cersei finally making contact with Arishim. Mm-hmm. I d- and they do it to the emergence. Yes. Uh, real quick, Eric, would you drink the wine, the mead, the beer? I I, I chewed up the corn myself oh. and fermented it in my spit. Absolutely not. No, I, right. I, I, I stand. I would probably drink it if I didn't know that. Apparently, it's amazing until you know that. And apparently, they're going to be birthing a thing called Tiamat that is a celestial, and the humans are no more than like batteries, like in the Matrix. Yeah, which is just jacked up that yeah, you yeah. learned that. And the planet's going to be destroyed. Circle of life is what I read. And, and there's no Olympia. It's the world for lie. Yeah, it's a lie. Yeah. Um, and they're all built and programmed. And all the memories what, just get wiped and reset after Well, their memories emergence. get stored there. Right. The World Forge apparently contains memories of all their past lives. And they don't know. Yeah. So I want to... Okay. So speculating real fast. Could I think they could easily use a celestial as Galactus? Yeah, that a planet is birthing a celestial, but it's a new evolution because they mentioned that they eat the energy from the planet. I wonder if they could go that route to be how they handle Galactus. We'll find I out. I love in the that Arishim admits to creating the deviants too. Yes, that they were um, flawed and they evolved, and so the Eternals cannot evolve. It's the Manhunters. It's the Manhunters from Green Lantern. Yep. Um, I I really like the whole the whole sequence, and this is where like really gets into, which I wonder why some people don't like this. Is it's very much like rewriting um, religion, a little bit, and I wonder if that puts some people off. Eric, is that what puts you off on this movie? It was one of the things. (laughs) All right, so they go to find Druid because they in the Amazon. Yes, where he's been with those people, same people who fled. And, and Cersei has the best phone service ever. Apparently. Ever. Because <laughs> she gets signal in the Amazon. Uh, the Deviants, well, sorry, right before the Deviants attack, we learn a, a really important thing that Sprite is in love with Icarus. Yes. Um, and we learn it through the Peter Pan story. And it starts. That, everything starts to click, and and that. Yeah. I like that. There's that huge fight where they, where Cersei really apparently starts expanding her powers. I know it's really cool that she learned, like, because we have all the stuff. I can't transmute organic material, and then all of a sudden she she's able to do it. Yeah. Um. But then we lose another member of yeah, we lose Gilgamesh. Of the team. I really like him. No, I like the character, but I love the actor as well. Yeah. It's he's, he's so cool. Um. But then we get the deviants say, like, we want revenge for the genocide. I don't think they say genocide, but we want basically we want revenge for the genocide of our of our race, of our species. And then yeah. we jump to, which is funny that they mentioned gen- like they mentioned that, and then we cut to forty five Hiroshima, and we learned that oh, Fastos God. gave them the bomb. Yeah. And then we cut to Fastos 
at his house and then we get the next um dc reference yeah like it's superman Superman. i saw him on tv he was in london yeah Um, so this means that dc comics fully exist in the mcu 100 percent exist um fastos is married i love like the whole like this table is made of like vibranium isn't it um and then we do get this movie also not only did it have the first sex scene we get the first on-screen um gay kiss yeah i like that they start playing there's another song drop they're playing waiting for the end of the world yep um that's when they were going to iraq isn't it when they were going to find the ship yeah the domo um, where Makari's living on the all ship the stuff she's stealing yeah <laughs> is that the ebony blade no it's excalibur oh arthur had a thing for you i love the like have you watched my movies no <laughs> like, i'm pretty sure she's got the real royal chair of england down there too oh i'm sure I, she does i'm pretty sure oh. that's what she was sitting on yeah here's where it is yeah the, um they make the um the they do the reference they are made we are made up of cosmic energy is what um what they're made up of which made me like oh that's we got got cosmic powers so they they're setting up that concept of the yeah. cosmic energy which can create silver surfer later and they want to form you know the best name thing ever the unimind well they're just using what's in the comics yeah um then we do the flashback for 6 days ago so this whole movie is only taking place in 6 days but it's Icarus talking to Ajax, and this is where Ajax says the emergence will be um, seven days before the emergence, and then we get the line, oh, what what made you want to stop it? Like, what, and then what made you change your mind? Oh, well, five years ago, after Thanos wiped out half the people on this planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, sorry, five years, I wrote it down. Five years ago, Thanos wiped out half the population of the universe, but the people of this planet brought everyone back with a snap of a finger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so that lets us know that it's somewhere. I actually wrote my line. My note is like, wait a minute, is this 2023? Are we like 2028? I don't understand when the hell this movie takes place. Don't think anyone does. Um, and then Icarus is a douchebag and gets Ajax killed. Yeah. Um, Ajax um, still going to serve Arisham, and then we're in the third. We're in the final act. Like we got to stop it there. And their plan is they want to transmute. A celestial that's their hope basically and cersei uh, um learns the truth about icarus and right as she's learning it he attacks them all and then king goes like Mm-mm, peace out i'm done yeah he won't fight against him, anyone else yeah uh let's see so oh, oh i wrote the um the kirby influence is strong <laughs> Oh yeah, um, and this, and then we get um, Icarus versus Thena, which is just a cool fight. Uh, I love this, it. Well, I love when Fastos restrains his ass. Yeah, I was like, I love, but not just that. And then Makari also like just the zipping back and forth, beating the crap out of him um, is great. And then Thena goes off to fight Pro. I think that's the Deviant's name. Um, and I, I just love like it. Almost seems like. And I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit. It almost seems like Pro or serious or sorry, Athena is giving in and is like, okay, I'll let you have it. Like letting Pro get closer, and then it's just like sword, 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 and then just dead. Oh yeah. And it's just a cool little You know what um, that felt like to me? That felt like a scene from like Beowulf against the dragon's mother. Which is against, funny because she Grindel's was mother. in yeah. Beowulf. Because she know. played Grendel's mother. 
know. Uh, you think she would th- even realize that in the movie? She's probably like, I've done this before already. Uh, I like when Cersei's running to go to the volcano to stop it. And then Sprite is there talking to her. Mm-hmm. And then Sprite literally stabs her in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but she ends up surviving. She starts to do the transmuting. Icarus gets over there quickly and then can't kill her. And then the Unimind starts to pick up because they don't need the, the little bracelet things. Cersei's own power can do it. Her own little yeah. whatever the hell they called it. And then I wrote... that So whatever she's transmitting, it's like a silvery material. And I was like, it could be rock, could be glass. But I was like, could it be adamantium? Could this be how adamantium gets there? Hmm. That's a running theory is that they she creates it's adamantium and that's why the government and everyone wants it also it's a new island so everyone's like up oh, not covered by anyone yet we all want it um icarus can't kill her icarus joins in they do it and then um they save the day icarus flies off into the sun yeah um circe nice offers to turn sprite human yeah um sprite gets to turn human and he's gonna live with kingo um, and then I like I love the end when Dane and um, Cersei are walking, and then he's like about to tell her something, and then Arisham appears. Mm-hmm. Everyone can see Arisham. They yeah, I imagine that must have scared the snot out of the whole world. Yeah, especially after Thanos. I know. And then there he is, and he's like, I will return to this planet one day to to judge them and see if they are worthy. Yes. And then zips off. Definitely pissed. Which, that's, yeah, he's pissed. That's the moment that I thought, I was like, they're going to do secret wars. He's going to cause it. He's going to pull people away to see if they're worthy. Now I think we're getting our secret wars through Kang, but it could be actually fascinating if Arsham does do the secret wars thing and Kang goes, he gets pulled aside mm. and then takes over. That could be a fun way to do it. Um, but we're still, we know we're getting secret wars. That was just how I thought about it today. Mm. Um, then we, then movie ends and then we got our first tag and it's space. And it's been weeks since they've been taken from earth. We get the light on that. Um, the other Eternals who are there looking for them. So the three that were gone are, are Kingo. It, it's Kingo, Cersei. Who's the third one? Um, no, it's Kingo, Thena, and Thena. Uh, Makari. No, no. Who were taken away? Oh, yeah. It's King, Fastos. King, it's Fastos. Fa- yeah, Fastos, Kingo, and Cersei, Cersei are taken away. The others are on the ship except for Sprite. Sprite's left on Earth it's because Sprite's human. Anymore. Yeah. Right. So, but she would have the knowledge to one day helpfully help out. The while they're there, they hear something, and then all of a sudden, a portal opens up, and it's a little drunk elf. And then I like that he's like, "Oh, wait a minute, the Prince of Titan, the brother of Thanos, the Knave of Hearts." And then it's Star Fox, it's Eros. Um, and then there's Harry Styles, and I remember being in the theater, and everyone freaking the fuck out. Everyone was so excited that Harry Styles was there. And I'm like, who? why is everyone excited? Because I didn't know who Harry Styles was at that point. <laughs> uh, and he's like, I can help. I can find them. Then we sit through a lot of credits for number two. And we're in Whitman's office where there's a box. He's very nervous to open it. But he does. And it's a sword. And it looks like it's like a liquid metal. 
and it starts having sounds um, that's coming from it and he's about to touch it and then there's a voice are you sure you want to do that or are you ready for that and then he's confused as was the audience who's this voice Mm -hmm. um it's blade um one day we'll see and then it pops up the eternals will return dot 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 and it's like is why did you do the dot 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 why not just declaratively say they will return but gotta leave some wiggle room in there my friend Uh they gotta leave some wiggle room um so yeah that's um that is that and uh sorry ladies and gentlemen i know that's a long one but um we just had a lot to, to cover this week so ooh, did someone cue this up for me i think they did or maybe i did um next week ladies and gentlemen we will be doing another three one um but they're actually short movies and um yeah they're gonna be the best three of the whole mcu i feel like <laughs> Best oh God, three. Um, <laughs> I'll be curious to know where you think one of these fits. Um, so the movies we got, we got Venom, Venom Let There Be Carnage, and a certain Morbius. Um, and we're watching them now because when we hit the Spider-Mans, we need to have seen them already. So Venom, Venom Let There Be Carnage, and Morbius. Well, Enjoy, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy. Uh, Enjoy, Eric. Uh, Enjoy. Uh, all right. So let's let's do our quick final thoughts so i already got yours queued up john so final thoughts on the three i guess if you just want to do moon knight and then hawkeye and then this because i'll queue them up that way yeah all right moon knight i think i was like four four and a half stars i really i like this one i'm i dig the whole thing so it comes in at number nine um geez where did i put the rest of them all right so that was moon knight here's hawkeye uh, yeah, Hawkeye. What did I get it? Four stars. Yeah, uh, yes, four stars. It's so between 10, it's ahead of the 10, first 20. Captain America, behind Days of Future Past. Twenty three. Eternal, yeah, Eternals comes down after Ant Man. I think I gave it four stars. Yep, four I stars. I like Eternals more than most people. I think I've seen a lot of things about it. I like Eternals. I've too. I've enjoyed the rewatch of it a lot. So, I I understand where people might have criticism of it, but I I I really enjoyed it. So that's just I think opinion. it holds up. I honestly think it holds up. I, I, like I understand it. why people dislike some of these things because some of the ones we've looked at, especially uh, this week, have been kind of in the the weirder category. And I'm like, but we need that. I like that. Mm-hmm. I think we need more of that. We need to be able to expand beyond the standard traditional things. And I think this sort of pushes us in that direction. So yeah. I'm I'm very open to that. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, Eric, are what do you think, um, Moon Knight? Any final Eric, thoughts on what you do? Eric hates it all. <laughs> so this was not my favorite. We're going to recall this episode. Eric hates it all. <laughs> no, that's not true, because one of them I really like. Uh, so Moon Knight, to me, was... It shows a lot of promise, but it just didn't execute well. It was It was the show that needed a few more episodes, and to establish a little bit more care for these characters before I had to follow them through such dizzying and numerous um sort of moments um so i gave it two and a half stars it it it, like it's middle of the road for me it it can do a lot more i hope it can but it middle of the road for you what number is this eric it's number 60 yeah it's you have 84 things on here (laughs) that is not middle of the road (laughs) well sorry it's it's just not my favorite all right next Um, up um a, a certain hawkeye so Hawkeye uh, does a lot better. Uh, that's definitely my favorite of the week. One of my favorite TV shows yet. 
Um, this got four stars for me. Um, I I just think it it checks all the boxes. It does a great job of a TV show. It is, it is the sort of TV show that I wish a lot of the Netflix ones had been. It's also very much in the style of. Um, I I don't think that's a coincidence. The fact that it has Fisk, it gets four stars. Uh, for me, like I said, and it comes in at number eighteen, all the way up in the top twenty. All right, so you also hate that one. Okay, so what, <laughs> Eternals. 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 I'm sorry, I can't get behind this one. This was a bad movie, bad writing, decent acting by some. Two stars, um, and this fell all the way down to number 70. I think this is the first time that John and I just drastically disagree with you. I think so, yeah. This on is, things. This is a very flip-flop week. Oh, man, this is very weird. You hate everything. All right, so I do not hate Hawkeye. Let me just make right. sure I state that. So Moon Knight, um, I when I originally watched Moon Knight, I was a little let down on it, and I think because I think the character's cool, and I think I was let down because I watched it as it came out. So watch it, wait a week, watch it, wait a week, watch Bingeability it. I, was way better. Yeah, I, it it hurts it to do that break. Watching it binged, basically, I watched it in one day. I really like it a lot more than I did originally. So I, I give this four stars. It's number 28 on the, the master list. Um, that's got everything else in it. Um, but it's fun. Um, I would totally rush it again. I'm sure I would actually, you know, like it probably a little bit more. It grows on me. Um, there's something fun about it. Hawkeye. Um, this one um, went up a little bit on my list too. Uh, Hawkeye is four stars for me. It's number 20. Um, I enjoy it just behind Thor Ragnarok in front of the Avengers. And then for Eternals, where did I put Eternals? Eternals, um, three and a half stars, and it's number 32 on my list. I have 119 things on here, Eric. 32 is the high end of my list. I, just, um, I do like it. I'm just calling I would this watch out, though, it like, before Iron Man. You would watch it before either of the Deadpools. Yeah. That's crazy. Right. I visually like this movie. Visually, it's a gorgeous movie, and I I, I do kind of like the characters, and I like it's different, and I really like um Kingo a lot. Kingo is amazing. Um, so it's fun, fun times. So, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. I know it's been a little bit of a long one, but we had a lot to cover, and um, we were trying to make up some um free up some time since Eric's going out of town for a little bit. So next time you hear us, Eric will be back in town. And he will have watched some Venom movies, and Uh-oh. John and I will laugh, and it'll be great times. <laughs> have you already you... seen Morbius? Me? Yes. John? No. I'm not right. looking forward to right. it. We're either. in this together. All right. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen Carnage, but I have seen the original Venom. Write in and uh, let us know your questions, comments, concerns. Let us know what you think of Morbius. Where is Morbius? Actually, make a prediction ladies and gentlemen where do you think morbius is gonna fall on (laughs) eric and john's list you can write in let us know at notfunnyguys.offthereels at gmail.com you can find us on the insta at not underscore funny underscore guys underscore presents twitter not funny guys pod blue sky the not funny guys you can find me on twitter as vash underscore maxwell letterbox as vash maxwell blue sky as casey franklin eric can be found on the letterbox at E-K-L-Y, and on Insta at Hot Honey underscore comics. He's going to have some hot photos for you from his trip from Germany. John, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on the Instagram at esoteric underscore by underscore design. Uh, you can find me over on Blue Sky with uh, Arching with a PhD. You can find me on Substack with esoteric by design, all one word. 
And you can find me on Letterboxd at esoteric underscore Evans. Awesome. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. And um, travel safe, Eric. We look forward to talking to you in the future. Thank you. And um, thank you, John, for everything you do. Have a good night, everyone. Good night, night, kids. Say not funny guys again. Not funny guys again. No, can you say not funny guys?